Good evening, everyone. Welcome back to the Last American Pubcast, where everyone knows your name. And we're glad to be here with you guys tonight. We have a great lineup tonight for you, a great show, talking about the hypocrisy of the Democrat Party, saying they're deporting and using the military to move the uh, illegals out of Martha Vineyard, uh, out of the homes of Barack Hussein Obama, Michelle Obama, and all the other uh, hypocrites there in Martha's Vineyard. Fantastic story to talk about where we're going to break down. There's all slew of other great uh, finds that we had over the week. So it's great to be here tonight. I am Frank with Let's Be Frank. Joining me, as always, is our wonderful wonderful co-host. Uh, we have Abby Libby from Conspiracy Pill. Hey. We have Tom from America Floats. Hello. And we have PJ Wartime Propaganda. What's up? What's up? And our guest for tonight, we have Rob from North Arrow Coffee. Thank you for joining us tonight. Yeah, excited to be here. Thanks for having me. All right. Well, we got a lot to talk about in only two hours. And, of course, we have our favorite beverages ready to go for tonight. Don't forget, uh, last call at the uh, last 10 minutes of the show, we will answer all your Super Chat questions um, throughout and address all Super Chats at the end of the show, the last 10 minutes of the show. We will do that. Um, if you guys want to follow us, there's a all the descriptions are in the links down below in the description. You guys can check us out on our link tree, all of our places youtube twitter gab odyssey rumble etc 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 you're going to find us all all over the place so thank you for joining us tonight and we are going to go ahead and dive into probably what probably is the biggest story of the week this week and it's a little bit change of a pace guys uh, from the fbi of course that's still going on with uh investigating trump and trying to arrest him or whatever but in the middle of this week it kind of the news cycle kind of broke up a little bit and it gave us something else to look at today, and that is Ron DeSantis, Ron Big D DeSantis, sending two plane loads of my, uh, illegals to mm. Martha's Vineyard, and they called a crisis at Martha's Vineyard. Though the residents, the most welcoming residents of the Democrat Party, the people that have the the uh, rainbow flag flying in their yards, and they have all the signs saying everyone's welcome. Well, you're welcome for about 12 hours, and then you got to go. <laughs> so yeah. that's what we have here going on tonight, guys. Uh, Give us some thoughts on what's happening. So people say people are saying two plane loads. Some people are saying it's only 50 people, which sounds more like a, a single Honda Civic's worth. It's not that many people <laughs> compared to the two million that are crossing the border. I, I can vouch for that. Uh, growing up, we were able to fit many, many people in okay. cars loads. As uh, I, I knew you would be the resident expert on this. <laughs> I am. I am great. I'm able to verify and fact check that statement. And you are correct, my friend. All right. We didn't even need beans to do that one for us. <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of interesting that there's a 50. That's the number. And they said two plane loads. So I just want to see the math and how that broke down. That's what I was getting. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of, too. It's it doesn't seem too uh, Cessna like uh, single engine prop planes. What are we talking about here? <laughs> it does sound scarier when you say two planes, though. They, they try to make it a big deal. It's supposedly shut down this whole island. But yeah, I just I just want to know why everybody there wasn't like, yes, new gardeners. <laughs> Who ordered the uh, extra maids and cooks? <laughs> wasn't it Kelly Clark? Wasn't it Kelly Clarkson on The View that one time she said, uh, what did she say? Something about uh, them being gardeners and, and uh, who's going to clean your toilets. She said, she said if you if you deport them, who's going to clean your toilets, Trump? Yeah. So <laughs> the party, the party of love and tolerance, my friends. Yeah. Did you guys see, did you guys see the, the Obama's reaction to it? 
It was, no. uh, let me see if I can find, well, why is it not sharing? Of course. I'm assuming they opened there their doors go. and <laughs> every <laughs> single one of their spare <laughs> rooms was filled, correct? Actual footage. <laughs> this is a real photo, Actual. by the way. Real photo. Was it not photoshopped at all? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Meanwhile, at Martha's, I, I think I think um, I think uh, uh, Michelle would have been holding the bigger gun there. I was going to say I know that's <laughs> a does. I know that's a fake because her arms are much bigger than that. <laughs> much beefier. Much beefier. Oh, so, boy. so what does this show us that we can remove uh, illegals from our uh, from our country pretty rapidly? What the Democrats showed us using military uh, presence to round them up and throw them onto buses and take them to a military installation, which now, in fact, they are now illegals in cages. By the way, just wanted to throw that out. <laughs> Have yeah, you seen fun. circling around? There's there's uh, photos of you know Martha's Vineyard Facebook groups where they're like, Steve, you have an extra beach home. You should have helped them. <laughs> I've seen see- the one where the guy says, "I'll pay to send them back to their country, but I don't have the like. I don't want them to keep them in my place." <laughs> I thought this was the point of a sanctuary state. I thought that uh, this was this was the whole idea that you they don't have the resources, and- PJ. That's what Mariel Bowser said. We don't got the resources for it. <laughs> Yeah, it's that, that's. I mean, what is it, Ben? At this at this point this year, is it two million that have crossed the border? It's it's record high. It's it got to be around there at this point. We're half, over million. halfway through the year. It's over two million. So uh, apparently, El Paso is. Uh, you know, they are supp- supposed to be a lot more gracious with these people than uh, Martha's Vineyard. Makes sense to me. Well, I mean, also just look at the way NBC talks about these people. Like uh, this was a deleted tweet. But this is this actually came from uh, NBC News. They were talking. I don't know. It doesn't say in here who it was. But I'll just read the tweet. It says, "Florida Governor Ron DeSantis sending asylum seekers to Martha's Vineyard is like me taking my trash out and just driving to different areas where I live and just throwing my trash there." A founding member of a found- yeah, a founding member of a foundation which helps refugees says, "Like my favorite part of this is." Like they editorialized, obviously they knew what they were tweeting out. They deleted it later on, so they must have not realized just how offensive it was. But they didn't name the the foundation. A founding member of a foundation says I'm, so. Like I'm, I'm reading they call this tacos. I don't think it's a real person. <laughs> to your point, PJ, I think they create the thought in their own head, but they don't want to be the ones associated with that the, the quote. So they'll say, right. "Oh, uh, an unnamed spokesperson for a, a different foundation said just to give it some kind of credibility." Not that it's like, hey, our editorialized statement is this. And I would just add, there are tons of different quotes they could pick. There are tons of different photos they can pick. There's a lot that they can lead with, and they led with that. So even if they didn't say it, they're saying it. Yeah, breakfast tacos sounds a lot less offensive than calling them trash three times in a single tweet. I think it's interesting that in in with them calling them trash, we lose kind of the, the core of the tweet, which is, your trash like this is your problem <laughs> our policies demand that the borders are open but this is your problem Rem- hashtag remain in mexico all of remain in mexico that's that's really racist but you all better oh. remain in florida or at well, least that, that they that, admit it's a problem they admit that the problem mm-hmm. itself would create trash environment for your state it, it also leads to another point is uh, Florida, you know, I'm not a geography expert, but they don't have a border with Mexico. <laughs> that's how did, yeah, the, that's how, was, how did the it's uh, not Mexico, migrants yeah. get to Florida in the first place? Rob knows this. They're from Venezuela. <laughs> yeah, this is what the Democrat Party from Martha's Vineyard turned into, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I'm just saying. They just took their hair pieces off. Is really what happened. <laughs> well, so Abby says they're from Venezuela, but unless you actually believe they came over here on a floating door, then that's not how they got here. That's they got here through the yeah. border. It was a bathtub. Well, they got here through the border and then were taken to Florida by Democrats. Yeah, because Joe different? Biden has been funding or has been using the military flights to fly them into other states around the country. This has been going on for a while. Actually, Peter Ducey had asked Jen Psaki back earlier this year about those flights, which Ron DeSantis was calling out. And we were already shipping them out as they were landing in. They were coming into Jacksonville Airport in the middle of the night. And when I say in the middle of the night, it was like 2 a.m., 3 a.m. That was the fact check they gave it, by the way. They fact checked it and said it wasn't in the middle of the night that they were flying. No, they were flying at 2 a.m. in the morning. Uh, so they were flying in uh, overnight, and they were being dropped off in, in here in Jacksonville, which is two hours from where I live, is where they were being dropped off at. And so when the when Jen Psaki was up there uh, trying to spin this, saying, well, it wasn't in the middle of the night. That's what the rest of the reporters ran with and the fact checkers. Well, it wasn't in the middle of the night. <laughs> like that was the uh, that was a win <laughs> in some in some way. Well, that they get away with it in the clickbait generation because that's exactly what Snopes does. If you read any Snopes article, it's fact check false. Actually, it's true. But 2 a.m., like you said, we consider 2 a.m. morning. We don't consider that the middle of the night. So fact check false. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how they get away with all of this. The whole thing's lying now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, they, they do it all the time. But like this, the, the the point I think is funny because they're they're doing it behind the. They've been doing it secretly, middle of the night, two a.m. Sorry, early morning. Snopes, <laughs> don't fact check me. They've been doing this early morning stuff when it's still dark out. I guess is the point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Biden's been doing this for what two almost two years now, two and years, now that. Right. And now that DeSantis does it just open, just openly like, hey, instead of uh, taking them and shipping them to redder areas uh, in the in in the sorry early morning, we're just going to in the middle of the day, ship them to Martha's Vineyard. And all of a sudden it's a problem. They're, they're literally I don't know if you guys have seen the Twitter, uh, <laughs> the blue check marks today, but they're all calling this human trafficking now. Well, Thank is. you to our first super chat of the night, which is Waffle Salter. Thank you, Waffle Thank you my friend. You, fact Salter. check, drink. <laughs> I, that is a fact check I will agree with. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much, it my is, friend. It is fact human trafficking, true. but it's like a splinter in compare, you know, in comparison to the plank in their eye, right? right yeah, but of course. It, I guess that's the point, though. It's like it is, but it's – and like you said, it's, <clears> it's a splinter. But the point is – the right is doing this not because we believe in it. We're doing this to shove it in their face. So to prove a it, point. To prove a point, exactly. So, like as a tactic, like sure, I don't, I don't think that it's good to just be like, hey, you came in the border, let's just ship you all over the country and turn all these areas. What the Democrats believe will turn them all into, you know, forever blue areas. That's not a, that's not a Republican or a conservative uh, ideal. But the point is that we're doing it in your face, so that way you'll have to confront it and, you know, like expose their hypocrisy to some some degree. Yeah, I, I think I also question, though, is part of Ron DeSantis's motivation not only to make a political statement, but is he actually doing his job and serving his the people of his state right? Right. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, uh, Nikki Freed, who is our uh, agriculture commissioner here in the state of Florida, who uh, in, in uh, also that lost the nomination for governor that she thought uh, Twitter was real life and all the support she had on Twitter thought was going to uh, turn into votes didn't. So she she tweeted out. I made, I had a story earlier this week about it. She tweeted out. She's like, I just got off the phone with the White House and I'm demanded the DOJ to investigate Ron DeSantis and basically uh, in a window uh, to arrest 
uh, DeSantis for human trafficking. I'm like, isn't that what Biden's been doing this entire time with all the human trafficking that takes place every single day with the border towns being opened and shipping them out to other parts of the country? So I guess I'm a a little bit confused about the use of the term human trafficking, because when I hear that, I hear like this is not willing and and you're making money off of it. Just moving people from one part of the country to the other. Like, isn't doesn't wouldn't that definition make all busing companies human trafficking companies? Yeah, but (laughs) there's illegal human trafficking and and by by definition illegals into the country. So and then there's, you know, transport. You can transport humans. And the difference is under false pretenses. If a coyote brings an, a, an illegal yeah. immigrant across the border, that's still human trafficking, even if the people want it. Y- yes. Especially if it's a cute coyote, like a little furry coyote. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't know coyotes were like carrying people over. Remember that whole thing for the debate back in? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I almost forgot about that. AOC, yeah. AOC said, oh my gosh, Trump's so stupid. He actually thinks that like part-time wolves are helping people cross the border. And it's like, oh my God, is she retarded? That is the first time I've heard a coyote called a part-time wolf, and I'm going to I'm going to borrow that from you, but I'll give you credit the first three times. That is amazing. Okay, I've been seeing a significant amount of conservatives, and this has surprised me mad that DeSantis is doing this. Rob, do you have any thoughts on that? Well, so this kind of became a this was a conversation in my own house, um, you know, because I I saw it happen, and I, my immediate reaction was, "Wow, this is great," and my wife's like, "Yeah, but they're people." And I was like, oh, wait, this is true. So I, I do think that as as true conservatives, we really want to be cautious about our motives when we're doing things. And we do have to understand that there's absolutely a human element to this. Yeah. Um, however, I don't think that, yeah, but their people argument, you know, again, I'm just going to go back to my previous statement. Ron DeSantis was elected to do a specific duty and – I don't see it as being morally wrong to to do this. Um, I think to continue to inundate border towns, and then let's look at let's talk about what happened in Texas uh, a few months back in in the back of the eighteen wheeler. Yes, yeah, fifty three exactly. dead. Yeah, conservatives have not created this problem, and unfortunately, I think it's completely unfair to say that now we have to have a perfect solution to a problem that we did, that we didn't create. Well, um, for, for people who don't know, sorry, Rob, I just wanted you to clarify on that story for people who might not remember it. The eighteen wheeler. Yes, story. I don't. I don't remember the exact count, but there was a. I think honestly, it was in the thirties. It was in the fifties. It was in the fifties. That's crazy. 50 so that's why it's so odd. Fifty-three people died, and they yeah. care more about the fifty alive in Martha's Vineyard. Yeah, yeah. Than the that, fifty dead in Texas. So all all of that could have been avoided if we would just simply follow our own laws mm-hmm. and right. not yeah. let people not have unchecked immigration into the country. Yeah, I think right. there's. there's oh, go ahead. No, go ahead, Abby. I think there's, there's two rebuttals. One is that, yes, these people are humans, but they are also people who are humans who know that they are coming in illegally. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so if they get used as pawns in a political game in the discussion on illegal immigration, in some ways they did sign up for that the minute they crossed the border. The other thing is that DeSantis is just forcing these people to understand the result of their policies. Yeah. Like Rather than keeping the problem hidden in these border towns, he's just saying, look, Here's the problem. What are you going to do? Yeah, yeah, I think there simple. is a certain uh, degree to what governors are able to do with the illegals. I don't believe they have the ability to ship them back to the countries of origin. I don't think that rests mm-hmm. within the state's uh, purview. Um, yeah. 
So it kind of limits the what they can do with them. And utilizing, like, uh, even if it comes off as a political stunt, then so be if it puts a spotlight on what's going on at the border and why we need to address this problem of the secure border that which we've been told just recently as last week that we had a secure border and that uh, there isn't a stem of uh, illegals coming through. And even to the point to where Kamala Harris has yet to even visit the border. So we brought the border to her uh, so she would see it outside her own home Um, and, and and the people that are saying that it costs taxpayer money, it's going to cost taxpayer money regardless of housing yeah. them and, and do uh, dealing with them within your own state. So utilizing taxpayer money to ship them out and uh, to a sanctuary city or state that are welcoming those individuals, well, apparently those are where they should be going to anyway. I and mean, they shouldn't be going anywhere. They should it's- be staying at the border. My, my uh, stance on this is we should uh, end uh, illegal immigration, all immigration for the next 50 years. We should have zero zero legal or illegal immigration for the next 50 years. We have a lot to deal with in our own nation that we need mm-hmm. to uh, take care of and fix. And we, and allowing this stem of, of people coming over, I know there, you know, there is humanitarian, humanitarian crises and things like that that happen. We can send aid, we can send people to go help those areas. However, we got to take care of our own nation. And one last point I would like to add on to what Rob was saying uh, with a human element. I saw a lot of the blue check marks out there, a lot of the media trying to utilize uh, scripture and Jesus to uh, shame people that are saying, oh, this is great. Don't listen to those people. Don't let those demons utilize scripture because they hate Jesus anyway. They hate right. my, uh, the Bible. They hate God. So I don't uh, view anything or listen to anything they have to say when they start uh, quoting scripture. Satan qu- uh, can quote scripture. So, yep. you know, there yeah, you go. So it's all about tactics. And first of all, to what you were saying, Frank, <clears throat> or it's it's entirely true. This this idea that these people who, who openly and actively hate God and hate Christians come out and go, well, don't use don't use God in your arguments, but also Jesus was a socialist hippie, so you should be too. It's it's uh, stupid. <clears throat> Satan has done this tactic, but the the tactic is if you ship them back across the border, they're back the next week. And if we continue to fight the same way that we've been fighting, we ship them across the border, they're back. We ship them across the border, they're back. That's costing taxpayers a lot of money, and it's not just enough to point out. And, and like like part of this makes me question. It's because it's not just enough to point out that Democrats are hypocrites. Because guess what? They'll just they'll just go. Yep, we are. And the next year you'll be in the gulag, and they'll just you'll be you know laughing to yourself. Oh, hey, well look at these hypocrites. They put us in the gulag. No, like, they'll redef- they'll redefine what a hypocrite means. Oh yeah, that's yep. they'll do that too. Yep. Yeah. So it has to be a tactic that is actually for an end, and that's the whole question about this. Is this a is this a winning strategy? Because it's not enough to just go. The Democrats are hypocrites because they don't like uh, people in their cities. And look, we ship them across, and they come back. We ship them across, they come back. This has to be a tactic towards uh, towards an end. And I think I think it's actually working in in, in a lot more ways than. And well, I guess we'll have to see if it, how it plays out, Cotton. But uh, <laughs> well, they may have to I, think, think twice. I think the is smarter than people give them credit for. They may have to think twice before they send another bus into Florida because it, 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 this is right. not, listen, at the end of the day, this is not faring well for Democrats. This is, yeah. I don't, they, they can, they can argue and, and blame conservatives and say that now that the way that he's hand, handling this is morally wrong. But again, he didn't create the situation. This yeah, is a is new that, policy that created the situation. It's the game like bop it where you had to hit the thing or twist it or flip it at a certain <laughs> speed. Otherwise it would, yeah. you know, scream at you. I feel like this is kind of a game of like hot potato. We're passing it back and forth. The, the Democrats in power now think if we can overload the red states and the border towns that are predominantly conservative with these people who they know are not going to 
benefit the environment that they inhibit that, that they inhabit, they will inhibit, then, you know, that's kind of their win. That's their strategy. If we instead say, okay, like PJ said, stop taking the hit. We instead kind of like go with it and allow that blow in. If we let them take that shot from themselves, I think that kind of, like you said, makes them stop swinging. Yeah. I mean, why would they want to refuse all of these future engineers and doctors? I mean, why would they want to do that? <laughs> Diversity is their strength. I'll also say it was not the Republicans that used illegal immigrants as pawns first. It's true that that's how they're being used by DeSantis, but it's not the first time. And also they don't have rights in this, in this country. That's the thing that people don't want to admit. They do not have citizens rights. They do not have American uh, civil rights. They just don't. They're not citizens here. And to be so fair, they're, treat, they're treated well. I mean, they're being sure. treated with humanity. I understand yeah, I the point of saying, oh, no, not you. Yeah. What, yeah. You know, Rob, it, Rob made the point earlier that, you know, you have to think of them like, hey, but, but they're people. It, and that that is totally true. But we also have to think, like, which people are we taking from to treat them mm-hmm. in any way right? Mm-hmm. at all? Because those are also people. They mm-hmm. are. Yeah. And, of course, we can't you know, forget that. And obviously, you know, Ron didn't send them on the back of a semi truck like Democrats continue to ignore. He sent them probably, in, like you said, probably a couple of Cessnas or whatever. He said two plane loads. Two yeah, plane they, loads. Had, they had some leg room. They yeah, weren't ugly it's, planes. It's not, they only held twenty five passengers. It's far <laughs> less. It's far less inhumane to send them on a plane to the most rich uh, island in America than it is to traffic them in a you know through a, a, a sweltering truck over the border where they might die, where they're most of the time mm-hmm. being sex trafficked anyway. So it's far more. What the Republicans are doing is actually humane compared to what the Democrats are doing. So I guess it's not all bad for them. If I could touch on the the faith the faith element or the the scripture side of this too is. It's, it's, it's really a false dichotomy to say that, well, if you're conservative and you claim to be a Christian and, and you're for what Ron DeSantis is doing, then, then you're a hypocrite or you don't understand scripture, right? Mm-hmm. I think that the, it's very different when we talk about our personal application and how we live out our faith and how we live out our lives. Because the truth of the matter is, if one of those guys showed up at my house right now, I'd be giving them a home for the night and I'd be making sure that they were clothed and I'd be making sure they fed because that's what my faith tells me to do. Right. But the people that I voted into office that have a job to do to execute the laws that they're supposed to be following also should be held accountable. And I don't think there's anything wrong with saying, I expect the U S government to do the right thing from, from the beginning of the situation. Um, and I could still be a Christian and live out my faith in my community, in my locale, in my household without, without having to be convicted of hypocrisy. Right. I, I want to address this real quick. Cause I, I, mm. I've heard a couple of people say, you know, he should have just sent them back to Mexico instead of Martha's Vineyard. He can't, right? He right. legally can't. Well, I don't, I mean, believe he can. I don't but, know that they're going to say it was illegal that he did this. So well, I think he should have gone for the gusto. That, let's say that he could, right? Well, like, like, let's just say that he could. If, if the, if the strategy is to continue to send them across the Mexican border so they can be back next week over and over and over again, that's a losing strategy. It just is. We have to change the paradigm. We have to play the game differently. That's one thing Republicans never want to do. We'll, we'll hold to our principles and we'll play the game the same. And that's how the Democrats expect. And that's how they win. And that's why we lose because we play by the rules that they set and they don't play by any rules at all. So if we continue to play the game into, into their hand, we're going to continue to lose. It just, mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense. Yeah. It, like it is right to send them back to Mexico, but if they're back next week, did you, did you win? But also just, he, his argument was not to send them back to Mexico, but to send them to their countries of origin. Because if well, they put right, them on Venezuela a plane, he can wherever. he can drop them in Guatemala. He can drop them in Bolivia, Venezuela, or wherever they're originally wherever. from. And that, that that is a little bit different than just kicking them right over the border and then waiting for them to hop over again the next day. <laughs> Me and Frank, I think, are clicking on the same one. <laughs> Sorry, it's like. Bit, bit, bit. 
So I, uh, I guess I guess another fair th- point to make is that the old strategies haven't worked. Mm-hmm. So right, we, right. we got to try we got to try different things. Yeah, because yeah, if the government was doing their job, then your Christian tenant of doing the right thing for the individual would work, and that we wouldn't have homeless people in the tens of thousands on the street. You know, if we overflow the system and, and we flood it with needy people, then even the best of us who would give it all. They can't. They don't have enough to give all the people that need. So that's so, another problem. We should be, you know, giving the people who need first here that are Americans because they've paid into that system. So could right. we start shipping all the homeless to Martha's Vineyard next as well? Maybe we could shine a spotlight on that Honestly? problem. <laughs> well, when New York is basically empty, right? So mm. I mean, at some point, New York City is going to be half empty. Why don't we just send them there? I, I think half of them are there. The the buildings are empty and the streets are full. Unfortunately, <laughs> it, the ends don't justify the means. So I think this this idea can be taken too far. However, sure. there there are so many points where Republicans will just stop short of any kind of interesting solution. And I don't really understand why. But I mean, I like there's what, nothing wrong. I with like this. what Carrie Lake says. She says yeah. DeSantis has the right intent, but the wrong strategy. And that overall, you should be booting them across the border and then deputizing militias mm. to keep mm. them over the edge of the border. Right. So how would, how fun would it be to take, you know, like, you know, I guess it would be um, shifts with your friends over the weekend to, you know, tour your block and make sure that no one's crossing, you know, look down the sides. Hey, get back over there. Well, the thing <laughs> that did you guys see that story recently where the um, the National Guard is at the Texas border trying to keep them out and ICE came in and started opening the border and letting people in? I mean, that's the thing. It's yeah. it's the states versus the federal government on this issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it always is. Yeah. So, uh, again, like it's it's right to send them across the border. It's just not a strategy that is working right now. And I think we have to try different tactics. But on the other hand, like there there has to be an end to this as well, because that's that's my real concern is that the the, the left mm-hmm. is never di- uh, dismayed by being called hypocrites. So if the only point is to show they're hypocrites, they don't they don't care. So. Okay. Like it, we can't continually forever send them to Martha's Vineyard. It's just not plausible. It's, it doesn't go with our morals. If, if that's if that's what the Republican Party becomes, is just bring all illegals in and send them to blue states where no we're no different. Wait, so we can't we make it to. the new New York. We can't but just please. make Martha's Vineyard like a, a population of three million. Why can't they make that a policy? I mean, the policy has been to continue to bust them and fly them into Florida. We or, can build wherever else. They're gonna you know, have to go I mean, somewhere like. Yeah, so we're we're at the quarter uh, point here in the show right now, and you just wanted to remind everybody to go ahead and if you haven't already done so, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button on either channel, whichever one you are. Hopefully, you're over on the Last American Pubcast channel over there. We as we continue to grow that channel um, and continue to grow its influence, I'm hoping that you guys over hit that subscribe button, and you can follow us at our various links right there on the bottom uh, right hand corner, uh, a solo dot to slash forward slash last american pubcast you can check out all of our links over there as well and don't forget to check out also over on the official twitter account of the last american pubcast uh, right here at last underscore usa pubcast so make sure you guys check us out over there uh share it with a friend um and you know everyone's welcome we love having a good time here we've been having a fantastic conversation tonight already if you so don't Go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, just if you don't take away any of those things, check out North Arrow Coffee Company. Yeah, and, and go and give them a look. Yeah, Rob, why don't you why don't you tell people about your company real quick? Yeah, so North Arrow Coffee is a new coffee company we just opened this year. That is a special product that Abby's uh, holding up. You got to search the link out for that one. Um, so we're uh, we're a pro life company, and when I say that we're pro life, what that means is that 
um, not only are those the values that we hold, but 15% of all of our sales go to um, mainly crisis pregnancy centers, uh, but then also some other uh, organizations that are doing pro-life work as well, such as um, uh, saveone.org, plug and save one. I love them. Um, yeah, that's, that's what we do. And we have great coffee. Yeah. So <laughs> Cindy awesome. Duff asks, do you sell K-Cups on your site? We do. We do sell K-Cups on our site. And if you don't see anything you like there on the K-Cups today, stay tuned because we're actually going to be um, rolling out some more stuff over the next month or so. Yeah. Awesome. I, I want to say like one of the things I love about your website, I always say this uh, on my show, is that you guys actually show how much of the money and where it goes is being donated. So it's not just a take it on faith kind of thing. Uh, if you guys are watching, there's the website on the screen. It's actually a really nice website. Uh, you guys did a great job on that. So and uh, I, I, I truly love your coffee, but there's one issue I have. And uh, there's this there's this discount code I was trying to use, Abby 10. It doesn't <laughs> work. It's broken. So if people want to get 10% off, they can use PJ10 for 10% off. So I uh, just wanted to let people know that. Don't use Abby 10 just doesn't seem to work for some reason. So Rob, this is not true. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, I wanted to, uh, I wanted to ask you if you had a certain flavor. Do you have the milk and sugar flavor? <laughs> Do we have that meme or that, that video pulled up? I don't have it pulled up now. <laughs> I mean, look at this. I mean, it's just this Ab coffee is so good, you guys. Abby, Abby wants to know which one tastes best microwave. <laughs> <laughs> oh. This has been my thing. I am such a coffee criminal, and this coffee is so good. I can commit whatever crime to it I want, and it still tastes good. I'll, I'll tell you what, it, you know what? She's right. It's so good. You can microwave it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's well, a that's good don't, don't microwave it. <laughs> hey, yeah, I've, I've got the French number 19 right now, but I want to get that blonde number 20 next. That one looks good. Blonde, that, that's everyone that's wants the, right now. the blonde 20. Don't we? <laughs> the Everybody pumpkins. likes 20 something blonde. <laughs> what have you? So fun, fun I, fact, the, the numbers correspond to um, coffees that I've tasted. So when we when we opened the company, I started tasting coffees. Right now I'm up to, I've tasted 29 different coffees this year. So wow. as, as I continue to taste coffees and roll out new products, that's where those numbers come from. This is the pumpkin spice blend, the very basic named after Michael Knowles special, <laughs> special blend. If you allegedly, want it, allegedly, allegedly, not endorsed. <laughs> you can get the special secret link. Thank you, Joseph Rivera, for that super chat, by the way. Yeah. He said, uh, can't live without great coffee. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So um, <clears throat> so as we get moving here on the next uh, the next leg of things that we want to talk about, because the news cycle is packed this week with a bunch of stories that we want to talk about. And you had one that you wanted to bring up, didn't you, PJ? Yeah, I was going to say, we got the midterms coming up and people are wanting to know who to vote for. And there was one granny that is making the case named Linda Paulson. And I just want to share this with you guys really quick. I, I don't know. I don't live in Utah, but I think she's I think she's got my vote. So let's Oh, hold on. Why is this? I keep screwing this up. You got to share. The, Come, there on, you go. Come on, PJ. I know. I know. So check this out. This is Linda Paulson for U Utah State Representative District 12. What? Hey, Utah District 12, listen up right here. There's a new name on the ballot for the Senate this year. 
My name is Linda Paulson, Republican and awesome. Love God and family and the Constitution. I tried to get another conservative to run. Nobody could do it, so I'm getting it done. I'm pro-religious freedom, pro-life, pro-police. The right to bear arms and the right to free speech. I want less government control and regulation want to stop and expose all political corruption where's integrity morality accountability government programs should lead to self-sufficiency and support traditional family as the fundamental unit of society but in schools they are pushing for new beliefs and just to clarify as a female adult i know what a woman is <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm moving oh, to Utah bro, just so I can vote cut. for her. I love this country. It's a blessing to be free, but freedom comes with responsibility. The Constitution needs to be protected, not changed or disregarded, but resurrected. If you share my values, if you like what I stand for, then give me your vote on the 8th of November. District 12 needs a choice. Let me be your voice, Linda Paulson. Linda Paulson for Senate. Watch out, Bryson Gray. There is some new talent in town. That's it. That's it. Maybe they could do a collab. That'd be pretty sweet. Oh, my God. I'm I'm sending her some coffee this week. Please, everybody, share this video with Bryson Gray. Tag us in it. Like, we're (laughs) Okay, she needs a new graphic designer. (laughs) That's it. That's it. Outside of that. She's got it. She got got all of her points. Her whole platform, as corny as it is, I know she really like hit every button perfectly all the way down. Yeah. yeah the production value is awesome. <laughs> this, this is something politicians are starting to realize is that people are really dumb. And so, <laughs> <laughs> making campaign ads for like college educated people is just not doing so, it. And this can, is what speaks. I, I love that you said that because there's one thing that's always annoyed me and both people on the right and the left do this. They'll be like, look, this Democrat said that the voters are generally stupid. Can you believe that? And then they'll be like, look, this guy on the right. So the voters are generally stupid. And everybody's like, yes, <laughs> yes, voters are generally stupid. Like, why is this a controversial issue? Have you Most seen people Twitter? are generally stupid. <laughs> Have you been outside? Have you been to Walmart? <laughs> Actually, I was there today. <laughs> so you know you know people of walmart.com by the way yes oh, great great resource yeah. of course we're not talking about the chat the chat is awesome and very the chat very is amazing they're very yes. smart people being here tonight <laughs> yeah definitely gotta send that one to bryson he would he definitely get a kick on that one yeah <laughs> speaking of really oh. silly uh campaign videos i know the other one was the twerking lady from new jersey does anyone recall the the guy who dressed up as a lizard and he was running oh, for this? Oh yeah, he was like, "I want to be a lizard person." I've been over here googling for it and I can't find it. I'm Did you ever no. Did you ever play that? P- PJ's got that. No, one. we didn't have. We didn't play it. Someone play th- someone inboxed me that like last month, and I thought we were going to play it, and we must have forgot. I'm going to see if I can find it. In my DM. I just want to tell the uh, audience why you guys are typing. I can see their screens as they're quickly uh, looking for it. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> You guys oh, share, okay. There we the go. Audio. There it is. Uh, quicker you guys than me. Share the audio. There you go. Is that too nope. loud? Nope, it's not on yet. You forgot to click the audio button. Yeah, the audio. Ah! Yeah, yeah. Like exit out and then go back in and click the audio button when you. Load I'm it up. gonna, I'm gonna link it, and one of you do. All right. Live <laughs> tutorials. Do Sorry, it. I'm a woman. I got it. I got it. <laughs> That's what it is. Did you Copy get it? I wasn't link. gonna say it out loud, but yeah. So. Got it. 
Oh, right, you got it? I got it. it. Oh, that's so a different thing. You sent, one. Yeah, you sent oh, oh, oh. a Twitter link <laughs> yeah, about a fat lady. <laughs> this do, is, we, do we want to talk that's about that? That's not a lady. That's not a lady. And that's, Abby, that's not the link. <laughs> oh, and we let you people drive. <laughs> oh, what is happening right now? The brakes are on the left. The accelerator's on the right. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I, I, I'm uh, thinking about looking into Saudi Arabia's policy for letting women drive. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. Okay. There it is. I promise. There it is. All right. I got gotcha. you. All the time. Do you have such a boomer. Tom got it. Got to have a got to have a man do this job. Yep. Tell me about it. All right. Put it Who in computer it? mode. Ah. Hang on. Hang on. Uh oh. You started playing just in my ear, and that was really loud. All right, <laughs> Give me a little it's jump. Such a good ad, though. I love it. Hold please. In no, a little bit, we should find that uh, why why women should not be police officers. We got a video on that too. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be a lizard person. There okay. we go. Can you see that? Are we yep. all good? Yep, we're all yep. good. All right. Oh, the dimensions are a little goofy. It'll work. All right. There you go. <laughs> they say to dress for the job you want, not the job you have. And I want to become a lizard person <laughs> to rule you. I'd like to lie to your face and then do something else because it benefits me. I would like to be as corrupt as possible. I would like to enrich myself and then tell you it's for your own benefit. I'm Jeremy Kaufman and I'm running for U.S. Senate. <laughs> People. Power to the lizard people. I'm serious. <laughs> does anybody, I think New Hampshire had to. Is that not great anybody, or what? Does anybody know if he won his primary? I don't know. I. I thought, I like, a so. couple days ago, I thought it said lizard man loses conservative, but I don't know if that means like <laughs> anyone. I don't know. It could be anyone. Waffle Waffle Salter said he wins. Maybe did he win? I don't know. Somebody let us know. That'd be awesome. If he did. Yeah. <laughs> we need a fact check follow up on the lizard man. On oh, the lizard man, can we find Jeremy Kaufman? Can, can we get Bean? Can we get Beanie the cat on that, please? Yeah. What's what's the use of a fact checker if you can't look this stuff up for us? So uh, PJ, go ahead and bring up that uh, tweet about the drag queen that died on stage. I don't know if we want to see that again. I think I pulled it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah so here we ugly go. the first time that old guy. <laughs> All right. Why, why Abby does uh, with Beanie over there. Doing yeah, the so it says uh, plus size Philadelphia queen 25 dies during her performance at bar. <laughs> Uh, it says uh, tributes have been paid to bright and ri- <laughs> bright and rising, but not quickly. Uh, plus size drag queen who collapsed and died mid performance at Philadelphia bar, aged just twenty five. Uh, in the in the in the little um, cliff notes, it does say that the small two point four earthquake was caused at, at this uh, collapse. But yeah, <laughs> wow. Well, yeah, bright and rising. She's not rising any longer. And she's not bright. Back. Not right. Well, I was gonna say I was, she's not rising too quickly either. With the uh, or he, I, I keep I keep saying she because it's just in the article. It's so yeah. hard, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it's to the point where we are. The media can't even be honest with themselves when they talk about drag queens because they're really men. Parading but it, that's around to be the women, weirdest part women about face, woman that's face. The, <laughs> that's the weirdest part about this is I thought there was a difference 
in their in their you know lexicon of of the LGBTQIDGAF community that drag queens were men who did this that like got got pleasure from dressing up as women. I didn't think that they were the same as trans. <laughs> Zombie drag no, queens now. Not. <laughs> not supposed to. Drag, yeah, yeah. drag queens aren't trans. Jeremy Kaufman is is on the ballot for the general election in November. He is running as a libertarian, so I don't know if he had to win a primary. Oh, okay. Nice. 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 All the power to him. Yeah, hope he yeah. wins. Hope he wins. Hope he gets to be that loser. <laughs> I don't even care what he stands for. I just want to see someone like that. In the, just for the memes. Summit. Just for That's the actually memes. A, how a lot of people voted in 2016. Yeah. You think he'll show up at Capitol Hill dressed like that? I yes. want him so badly to walk on yeah, the Senate man. floor in the lizard costume. Like I, I like politics for the and, for the entertainment value. That's why I almost want and, and address all his Senate colleagues as my fellow lizards. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> this is why I almost want that tumor with a politician growing out of it to win in Pennsylvania, just for the memes, just for oh, the yes. lols. You know what just I mean? The lols. Not um, seriously, but like part of me would be entertained by it. Uh, PJ, speaking of memes, the Atlantic wrote an article. Uh, today or yesterday talking about the meme war yeah i think it was yesterday so let me see now it's saying okay so we got this from the atlantic it says trump used memes to send thousands of people into battle against democracy itself and the meme replies are great so yeah the Atlantic article really literally reads how memes led to an insurrection uh and people started memeing this <laughs> so wait you're not allowed to can you call yourself a veteran of the meme war anymore safely well, online or no well i was gonna get to that we have this uh meme here says, only if you got a medal don't let the autism fool you the future belongs to us meme war veteran <laughs> uh the atlantic is a parody magazine change my mind uh spongebob burning the paper <laughs> Bernie Sanders, I'm once again asking to meme the Atlantic out of business. <laughs> <laughs> was that the coat? Was that the ghost of uh, the ghost of uh, Kiev flying that jet plane? Yeah, it was the ghost of ghost of Kiev flying the. <laughs> as soon as I joined the group chat, and it's an F-15 dropping meme bombs. We we laugh, but there is an element of truth to this that they are saying, and it's interesting because we are fighting a cold war online, and memes are part of the artillery of this. But it's interesting that they say it because if they say it that this war is being fought online, then they have to admit that they are taking people out of the battle by banning them from social media platforms. Boom! Roasted in the information <laughs> war. Exactly right. Yeah. yeah. That's a dig. Is is this worse than nine eleven? <laughs> <laughs> the problem with their insurrection is that it, 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 even they can't claim that happened online because they just kicked everybody off of social media. So if the insurrection also goes along with this uh, cold online war, then I don't know what the case they're making for yeah. it is because they literally I, claim it led to an insurrection. I haven't seen one yet unless we're talking about uh, Sri Lanka. But I, yeah, I'm on my fourth uh, Internet personality already on Twitter. So they've <laughs> killed off three of my uh, troops. <laughs> <laughs> they um it's interesting too abby what you said about like is they when they say it it gives them power it gives what they're talking about power validity credibility the left whether you want to believe in it or not they believe in like the whole left hand magic uh and you know giving things power spells and all that bullshit mm -hmm. right and i think they having admitted like there is a meme war and these memes are effective that by mm -hmm. itself is maybe a mistake on their end yeah yeah yeah, because I have three purple hearts in the meme war, by the way, right now. 
Based, Frank. Based. Yeah, how many YouTube accounts and Twitter accounts do we have to lose before we get you know, a, a medal of honor? Because I have seven and three, seven and four. You get, that Jurassic you get Park a, one is awesome. You get a purple heart if you get banned as a conservative for any reason. You get a bronze star if you get banned for saying something true. Tom's that come up guy with in every medals. war movie. Tom's nice. that guy in every war movie where they're standing there in a field and they're like, did you hear that? I don't know. And then bam, his head explodes and he just dies. Like, and that's how the battle starts. <laughs> his Twitter has been nuked three times before he even tweeted in the last two weeks. Yep. Yeah. I've had, uh, I'm on like my seventh and final YouTube. It's crazy. P- PJ's the guy from saving private Ryan at the very beginning where he t- fades from the young guy to the old guy to remember all the, uh, his falling comrades. Yep. Yeah. I'll be the guy that's uh, leg goes flying. Yeah. Speaking of wars and veterans, do we have? Do we want to pull up that video of Dan Crenshaw and Alex Stein? Oh yeah, neither of them are actual veterans. <laughs> Fun fact. Oh! Fun fact. <laughs> oh. Who has that? I thought you had that. You're gonna see. You're gonna see. You're gonna see triggered Rob here. In a- <laughs> <laughs> These guys both get under my skin. I am really excited for Rob's I, reaction. I'm, that's why this. we're bringing it up just for the just for Rob's reaction. I'm already Rob. turning red. <laughs> so, Rob, for anyone who doesn't have the context, you served. What was your service? Uh, I was in the Marine Corps. Yep, and I, I don't like to push it too much, but I know you want to know. So, I was in the Marine Corps, two tours in Iraq. Um, got out of the Marine Corps, and then I basically lived in Afghanistan as a private contractor for almost two years. Oh wow. So what he's saying is he knows what he's talking about. Yeah, that's not an Air Force beard. That's for sure. <laughs> that's, that's a green beard. This is the IDGAF beard. Yeah. <laughs> but all of his PTSD comes from the meme war. Just, just so you know. Yes. How all of it. All of it. All of it. Yeah, yeah, that rumble feature on the phone is what gets him. <laughs> <laughs> that meme of the dog with all the war bodies. Yeah, With the helicopters. <laughs> That needs to be Frank's profile picture, I think. Yes. All right, roll the clip. Who had? I didn't have it. Somebody else had it pulled up. I don't have it. Who had it? I think it was in the private chat. Is it a private chat? Let me let me see. It's my fault again. Blame blame. I I do have it. Abby posted in the chat. I've got it. Real truth, cactus. Will she do that meme? Anti-war. Sorry. You got to put it on the screen there. No, I know. I was just queuing it up before I put it on the screen. It started so. PJ, Here we go. Privileges, PJ. I'm gonna lose them again. <laughs> yeah, I deserve it too. Go. Yeah, I'll, I'm a loser. This is the guy. This is the guy who tells veterans that they're but they're service. Yeah, there, yeah, because there's a weapons of mass destruction that didn't yeah, exist. So I'm anti-war. Yeah. Serve for was yeah, I'm anti-war because he's I don't believe. Did you guys find any weapons of mass destruction? As a matter of fact, we did. Oh, where was? Oh, what weapons of mass destruction? This you're, guy. you're actually going to go down this route, Alex. Yeah, because we don't you're have any weapons of mass looking, destruction. You're looking like a fool right now. Dude, I'm you're the telling fool. veterans, you're the one that's getting not more just money me, to Ukraine. We have a homelessness. We have so many issues here in America. Who cares more about wasted. Ukraine? Yeah, it was. You guys' service was wasted. You're disgusting. You are the modern day version. Oh, I'm the modern day version. You worry more about Ukraine than I. Yeah, I'm a little bit. Before Rob's reaction, just to follow up on this. Uh, Dan Crenshaw had the Capitol Police go pay him a visit uh, right after that confrontation to uh, make sure they checked out his credentials. He said that he was harassing members of Congress outside. So that was the second part of the confrontation, too. There was yeah, an th- earlier part. I don't know. I don't have that pulled up, but I, I have try. I it. have that. I'll grab it. Yeah. Do we want to play that one first for more context or we want to just I, yeah. Rob's ready to go? 
I'm just waiting. Let's go. <laughs> so yeah, um, well, I, I think that first frame, Alex Stein's teeth. I think they'd look better on the ground. I'm going to start with that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, I, I want to know when Ben Sh when Dan Crenshaw finally came out as a Democrat. Because <laughs> officially he, or unofficially? Well, he's act. He's just his whole. I got it. I got it. All right. Pain, painfully enough to say, I actually totally agree with Alex Stein's premise. Um, and and I think I think a lot of us do. And and if 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 you're a veteran and you can't accept the message that that we went and fought a war. Listen, no solace comes with knowing that there was moral ground for the for the for the war. Right. We, we executed our duties and, and I'm, I'm good with that. But I'm also perfectly fine admitting that we were doing the bidding of this of this government. It, it gets me fired up, man. Um, Iraq was there. It was preemptive strike. We should not have been there in the first place. Afghanistan, we should not have been there in the capacity that we were. And then we shouldn't have left the way we did. And the way that we withdrew from that country just to have Taliban flying our gear around, killing, killing more people. I hate to admit it, but Alex Stein is right. We need to just face that down and accept that because if we don't learn from this, we're going to continue to go in to these useless wars that do nothing but cause death and construction destruction. Sorry for, for basic people on both sides, on both sides. I've met Iraqi families. I fell in love with those people. I was over there and they were more devastated by this war than I think we could ever realize. So I'm going to, I'm going to chill off because I really go off on a rant here. Um, I want to so throw this out before we watch this clip. Go ahead. Um, uh, I've seen uh, enough of Alex Stein on other programs and I've seen enough of him interacting with other people socially and on the spot to get the sense. And he's even said some of this, he is doing an Andy Kaufman esque right. political take. So him being insane and bombastic and just crazy. Not, it's not just in front of the, city council member meetings. It's also mm -hmm. when he's doing these kinds of, uh, you know, AOC, your ass is so sweet. It's so big. It's so great. Or this. So I just want to give him that, you know, little benefit of the doubt that if he comes off as obnoxious, that is his intent. He's playing yeah. a character, whether, you know, whether we like the character or not, right. he's playing. And it's a, it's effective whether we like the character or not. Yeah. So here yes. it is. Could Here's somebody the, put uh, ET on uh, Dan's face here and just put ouch <laughs> in the caption. <laughs> Real he, looks cactus, like the, he looks like I the cat meme. <laughs> Someone's got to put a, a girl behind him. <laughs> He's pointing right, the Dan, you're just such a little loser. Who's yep. trying to grab my thing? Look, you're too slow. He's too slow. Navy SEAL. It's funny, Dan, how you said you're tall. Yeah, I'm small, but I'm so much taller than you, Dan. I'm so much bigger than you. You're just a little. You're a little sad little boy. I'm the little one. This is yeah. Imagine me right. calling you out because you're a nihilist. Uh, you're a globalist. Uh, oh, I got a job. I work for the place. I got. I make a lot of money. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do, Dan. Yeah, I make a lot of money. Yeah, I, I'm a loser. This is the guy. This is all right. So this is where we. Uh, so that's where we picked up on the other yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. So I, I want to say this about Alex Stein really quickly. My my only real issues. Like I actually agree with Tom on this. I think that he's being a character. I think that he's being effective. So, he, and and part of part of his character is to make you hate him. So I, I totally get that um, aspect. 
for me with Alex Stein, what I don't like is I, I don't actually want to see him become a politician. I think this is where he needs to be doing his work. Mm -hmm. um, I think him being the provocateur, being the villain is his, his best work. And the reason mm -hmm. I say I don't want to be a politician is I've heard him on podcasts talking about his uh, policy prescriptions for Texas. And I think that they're awful. I really do. Like, I don't, I do not think this guy yeah. belongs in office, but as far as being a provocateur online and doing this type of work and being the villain and being that character, as much as you hate him, he does. He is effective. See, that's, that's where I was. I just want to throw the caveat that I think that is where he is pulling your leg. I, you I don't think, think so? anything. I don't think anything he is saying on a podcast is true. And mm. I think he's he's admitted as much. Okay. And so when he's he wants to get the uh, everyone to agree, and then everyone to agree a little bit further, but then he'll start to walk everyone back, and before you know it, he's walked everyone else into the corner with him, and now you're agreeing that the moon landing didn't happen, and the Earth is flat. <laughs> That's almost what he got the Timcast IRL people to do like two weeks ago. So he, okay. he this is his whole thing is to see how much he can get you to swallow bait. It's, yeah. He's really, really good at what he does. I will say, I've talked to people who have interacted with him in real life in a capacity where there were no cameras on, and he was a real asshole. So I'm not ready to celebrate him, but I can. But he has his uses. I think that's the doing. thing about yeah. it, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and Insane. I think Joel, Joel Berry made a good point on Twitter where we might not like a tactic. We don't have to like a tactic to recognize that it's effective. It's the same as the Martha's Vineyard thing, right? Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, and circling back, like Saki would, um, to, to what we were saying I'm so earlier. mad I got rid of my circle back button on my board because you guys have said it so many times and I don't <laughs> yeah. have it ready. The song is really great, too. Maybe we can pull that up. Yeah. I want to say, I, I work with combat veterans. My company works with combat veterans. And we've been seeing, uh, Rob made a good point, that there's no solace in in kind of believing a lie, like trying to convince yourself that what you did was was like a completely just war. Um, but what we can say is we're still thankful that you went and did what you thought was right at the time. We're still, you know, you acted on, on what you thought was true. A lot of, a lot of you guys saw nine 11 happen, truly believed that our country had been, you know, attacked and that it was correct to go and defend. And we were still grateful for that. And we're very, very grateful that you survived um, the, the war that you fought. And so it, the, the service is not, wasted in some ways and it's really really tragic but in other yeah. ways not yeah we can't make up a, a fake rule that says that every war or conflict we've ever gotten involved in was righteous mm -hmm. and and that and that the second that we admit that something wasn't that we're coming against veterans it, it's it's mm -hmm. it's false it's false logic it doesn't work yeah and it's incorrect uh, to attack the veteran for the unjust war yes. when it, the the generals and the government are what or who sent you I also don't yeah. think that's what Alex Stein is doing. I don't think that's mm -hmm. what anybody not I shouldn't say anybody. There are people like that, but I don't think that's what most people are doing when they criticize the war. I don't think they're attacking veterans and that's a false dichotomy that's being made. So real quick, we got yeah. a $50 super chat from Waffle Salter. It says YouTube is asshole was messing with me <laughs> while trying to say thank you for your service. And this is directed to Rob. So there you go, Rob. Thank you for your service. Uh, thank you for your service, Rob. Thank you. Waffle Salter. Good evening, everyone. Thank for anyone that was interested, us. this is the Jen uh, Circleback song. Circle back. I hate to disappoint conservative Twitter, but I am going to circle back on a number of things, as we often do directly. I'll circle back. Circle back. I hate to disappoint. Circle back. Circle back. That's an excellent question. Circle back. Circle back. I hate to disappoint. Such a good jam. But we will venture to circle back. All of you. This is such a good question. I have not had the opportunity to dig into that. I'll circle back. It was a mess of dump to this day. Everyone tried to figure out where did it come from. I'm not aware of anything, but uh, we'll circle back. 
We don't have to watch the rest of this. I don't really have any predictions for you on that. I can circle back. It's going to be stuck in my head forever, and I'm not even mad about it. Um, let me see if I can get We didn't deserve Jen. We didn't appreciate her while we had her. We really should have appreciated her. 100%. I wonder, I wonder if um, she got let go because they were just like, listen, you got to stop saying circle back, and she couldn't. Well, uh, as, as you know, let me give you a very specific example. Circle <laughs> Do you think they let her go or she jumped ship? Because didn't she, she get ship. like a... I think she yeah. jumped ship. Yeah, she jumped ship. Yeah, because yeah. the diversity they were, the higher they replaced her with is worlds worse than she oh, is. Oh, yeah, you guys, she's like bottom of the barrel. Let me yeah. give you another perspective. She was promised by NBC Universal this job and a sweet deal and a golden parachute if she puts up with Biden for the first X amount of months and she probably gets a bonus for going past the first six. And so she held on as long as she could and then she's like, all right, fine, get me out. And that was the entire agreement because no one else is going to take that job for him. Yeah. She she is a veteran of the Biden White House. <laughs> she deserves a medal. <laughs> all right. I have one more story Circle here before, before I have to get out of here for the evening. Uh, I got this one story I wanted to pull up because uh, I think it's fantastic what took place here. This was happening at Chick-fil-A here in Florida. You guys might have seen this over here. A Chick-fil-A employee at Fort Walton Beach, Florida, sprang into action to help a woman with a baby who was being carjacked. And afterwards, he whispered in the assailant's ear, it's my pleasure. So here we go. Not a bad chokehold. <laughs> I'm, actually, I'm, I'm kind of breaking this down. He's, he's, he's going to go out. He's out. He's out. He's tapping he's right now. He's tapping. No, he's already out. He's slumped oh, yeah. over. Just let no him one's out. even helping him. He's like, I got this, guys. Just back <laughs> off a little. <laughs> I've used that on somebody. It's effective. <laughs> Give him air. He's like, yeah, he's uh, not able to breathe. I've had that done to me. You go down fast. <laughs> did he did he give did he give him the rude awakening from uh what was the wrestler the uh oh yeah he's uh, dazed he's not even trying to get away I mean did yes, you burn your husband you dinner that or night or what happened <laughs> wow yes what kind of sauce do you want <laughs> that was the lady right here that was being carjacked with the baby what is she saying how, how dare, dare you scare, scare her, her, like her. scare my daughter or my kid. <laughs> So yeah, that dude should get like a lifetime free spicy chicken sandwiches from Life, Chick-fil-A. Yeah, he probably will. To be honest, I mean Chick Fil A does a lot. I of think he like should that. go to jail. He tried to carjack a lady. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's probably the most based thing I've seen all week this week. Yeah. <laughs> I love uh, Chick-fil-A. And that's why I will wait 20 minutes if I ever have to wait 20 minutes at Chick-fil-A line because the service is fantastic. 
and I don't, and, and now I don't have to worry about even being carjacked in their line. Chick-fil-A really is a, a, a picture that's a, about more than the food. Like that's something I think everybody recognizes. Like people make fun of it, but Chick-fil-A really is like their food is good. And I've heard people go, Oh, Chick-fil-A is overrated. It's not that good. it's like, it's, it's really always been about more than the food. It started yeah. off being about more than the food because the only reason that Chick-fil-A is nationwide at this point is because the leftists threw a fit about the uh, owner donating to like uh, an- uh, anti LGBT causes or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. So right. pro traditional marriage, guy. pro traditional marriage. Yeah. That's what I should say. Yeah. yeah so such, such a uh, extremist he is. <laughs> right. Yeah, but it's it's true. Like if you go to just go to a Chick Fil A and then go to the McDonald's across the street, and you will see a difference in employees. You'll see a difference in Attitude. what you're treated. It, yeah. it, everything. The whole. It's an entire atmosphere. So yeah. So we've reached the halfway point of tonight's stream, and guess what? We still have another hour to go. So if you haven't shared it out yet to your friends or family or your favorite social media network and put it out there, make sure you do so. Invite somebody over to come be part of the podcast because there's going to be an empty chair here at the bar here in just a few minutes as I have to head out. It has to be replaced. So invite one of your friends, uh, send them a link over, hit that like button. And of course, if you want to follow all of our links, if you want to check out where Abby's uh, streams from, if you want to see Tom or if you want to see PGA, you can follow our uh, all of our home links right there at... <clears throat> solo.to forward slash last american pubcast and you can also follow us over on twitter as well at last underscore usa pubcast so go check us out over there um and become a fellow pubcaster so you guys that guy at chick-fil-a you think he showed up for a spicy chicken sandwich and ended up getting a spicy knuckle sandwich (laughs) i'm not even gonna i'm not even gonna uh, grant that a a chuckle Uh, you guys Cactus made us some memes. Do you want to see them? Oh, yeah. yeah. Let's yeah. Let's yeah. Let's I'm looking at them right now. All right. <laughs> Thank you, All right. So first, first, PJ. Wait, zoom in a little bit. Veteran. Blow this up. Uh, how do I do that? Control plus. Plus, plus, plus. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Uh, I don't know if I did it. You know it where right. the plus button is? Yeah, there, there, there. I did it. But I, I am oh, a meme I'm war veteran now, though. That's what I'm seeing that's over beautiful. here. Yeah, that looks pretty yeah. cool. What else we got? <laughs> um, she got confronting Crenshaw. Uh, oh, uh, <laughs> oh, the little... oh, I see it now. <laughs> yeah, okay. It looks like an awkward picture. <laughs> <laughs> it it kind of looks like a bad, like, fake mirror picture. Like, people were trying Here. to line up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I got. Go. I figured out how to blow it up. Okay. <laughs> anyway, it's causing a flashback just seeing the meme. Yeah. <laughs> is your, is uh, your phone your phone starts to buzz and you just go to add days? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I feel bad for Crenshaw that he has to pay for a full set of sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> he should get it half off. That's it. <laughs> it's interesting. It's interesting to me that both both Dan Crenshaw and and. John McCain. We're both guys who who gave a lot for our, our like John McCain gave a lot for our country, and that just doesn't. And then took a whole lot back. Yeah. Yep. Doesn't automatically make you right about everything. Yeah. So well, he was also given a lot before he gave a lot. Like his dad was the yeah you know the leader of the boat. He was given you know access to. He kind of didn't. Upcoming, we're going to uh, PJ is going to lead the rest of the conversation as we head into this conspiracy theory of Britney Spears covering <laughs> for the disasters of George W. Bush's presidency. 
And upcoming, Tom has a great impression of George W. Bush that he will go ahead and lay out there in just a few minutes. As I've never, I've never heard of that. <laughs> um, and Rob will talk to you guys a little bit more about his coffee company and the great products that they sell. And Abby will give you a preview of upcoming things that's going to be happening over on Conspiracy Pill as we head into the outro of tonight's show. I just wanted to say thank you to all of our co-hosts tonight. Thank you to Abby, Tom, and PJ as I am bound to leave right now and because I have Frank. to go uh, tend to Finn's family stuff. And Rob, it was fantastic having you as a guest on tonight. I hope that we'll have you back soon um, in the future before the end of the year. That would be fantastic if we could do that. Um, and outside of that, uh, thank you to all you guys out there. I'm heading out of here for tonight. Uh, guys, don't forget to shut the light off on your way out. I'll see you guys later. All right. Uh, Frank, one, we're going to stick you with a tab. So when you get back, <laughs> don't be surprised. Have a good one, Frank. All right. See you guys later. All right. Yeah, I just want to say before we move on, uh, the whole Crenshaw joke that you're making, this is how you know he's not a conservative because a real conservative would get a shaded monocle. Um and that's uh, that's the dead giveaway right there is the the Oakleys over the over the eye patch. So uh, for people who don't know, <clears throat> Abby and I started a podcast we call Conspiracy Pilled, and we talk about uh, well conspiracies obviously. And before we started this, I brought one up uh, that who you, had you not heard of it <clears throat> before, Tom? The the Britney Spears one. Uh, bits and pieces, but I, I would love for you to lay it out. Okay, so yeah, we were talking about uh, talking about Bush. It's Rob's about, favorite. Uh, he was telling me before we went live. It's Rob's favorite conspiracy theory. Well, we, mostly we just wanted to see if we could Ash. get Rob to say leave Britney alone. So we're going to pick on Britney Spears for a little while. Uh, but there's this conspiracy that's been floating around the internet for a while that uh, Britney's meltdowns were actually to help. <laughs> oh, she's adding she it to the. She, <laughs> Make sure you spell it right. You got to add the red yarn later. Okay, sweet. So she's adding it to the conspiracy board. Britney Spears is adding to the MK Ultra conspiracy board. All right. So she's doing that while I explain. So, so uh, there's a conspiracy theory that's been fro- floating around for a long time that Britney Spears' meltdowns were actually to help cover up for her bestie, George W. Bush. So uh, this one comes This this one comes from Vice. I'll, I'll just kind of uh, steal some notes from here first. So if you guys didn't know, uh, Britney Spears actually... Uh, came out with her full uh, unfledged support for George W. Bush in the in the documentary Fahrenheit 9-11. So we'll start with that real quick. Honestly, I think we should just trust our president in every decision that he makes, and we should just support that, you know, and um, be faithful in what happens. Do you trust this president? Yes, I do. Which I think, like, I don't know what you guys think, but even, even back in, what was that, 2004-ish, it seems weird for a celebrity to come out in favor of Republican. It almost yeah. seems like career suicide even then. Yeah, he probably had to pay her a lot or they had a lot on her. One of the two, right? Like, yeah, oh, one of the her. two. Yeah, so but then it gets weirder. So every one of Bush's uh, you know, down down points in his presidency, Britney does something. So on January 5th, 2005, a year after the uh, Bush um or a week before Scooter U.S. States versus uh, Scooter Libby was supposed to start, Brittany married her childhood best friend Jason Alexander in Las Vegas and annulled her marriage 55 hours later. So basically, the entire news cycle went from uh, Scooter Libby trial to Britney Spears getting married and getting annulled in t- just over two days. Uh, in April 2006, Bush's approval rating hit a low at 38%, and Britney drives a car around with her infant Sean Preston on her lap rather than a car seat. 
Uh, in November 2006, the days before the midterm elections, where it was not looking good for Republicans, because it's never, it's usually never good for the incumbent. Uh, midterms aren't. So uh, right then, that's when she announces her split from Kevin Federline. It's all over the news. In 2007, Bush announces the reformation of Al-Qaeda, and that's the same night that Bernie sneaks out of rehab, shaves her head, and attacks a paparazzi van with an umbrella, which is funny because even I remember that more than the reformation yeah. of Al-Qaeda story. What do you guys yeah. think? Uh, the, the last one I'll say is uh, Attorney uh, General Alberto Gonzalez admits that mistakes were made in the firing of eight U.S. attorneys who didn't seem loyal enough to Bush, and that's the same day that the story leaks about Britney having an affair with a musician in rehab. And then in 2008, towards the end of Bush's presidency, that's kind of when the news about her dries up. So I, I, I don't know. I don't know if enough Britney of, defender over here. No, I'm just saying, I don't think enough of George Bush's base would logically care enough about Britney Spears to be distracted by these stories. Yeah. Was he trying to distract his base or just the world? Or just well, have it in the world. news cycle. Hmm. Just get get people talking about one thing instead of a different thing. What do I got to do to get Rob to cry and say, leave Britney alone? That's all I want to know. What's the <laughs> what's the button I have to push? But no, you, haven't, I mean, you, haven't, you haven't really said anything mean about her. Or <laughs> I, I, just, I wonder if she if she's honest about having like actual support for Bush and wanted to believe in what she was saying in that moment in the documentary, then maybe all of her craziness just is correlating with bad news for the administration. Like if she's watching like, Hey, Bush is tanking at a 38%. And then she's like, Fuck. so she grabs her son and goes in because she's all pissed off and doesn't realize like, Hey, that's a bad thing in the news. Or like, you know, the one before it, like, I think each of these are kind of reactions to her president mm-hmm. not doing so hot. It's not that she's covering for him. It's that she's reacting to watching her guy lose. Yeah, so the real conspiracy actually delves a little bit deeper. So uh, beyond just like being paid off or just being a fan of Bush, uh, we talked about on our first episode MK Ultra. You guys familiar with MK Ultra at all? I've never yes. heard of that. What do you no, mean? What are you MK talking Ultra? about? What are you talking about? <laughs> the very real, the very real government conspiracy where they uh, used LSD and brainwashing to create uh, cultural icons to. Uh, distract the public with so it basically goes into that like she's got a tattoo of a butterfly so it links back to project monarch and things like that um i don't know i don't really believe everybody one, with a butterfly tattoo oh, is man. part of <laughs> project monarch. She, she has openly said like she's been sex trafficked and that's i mean you can she take also that like has the split personality thing going on like she she's spoken a british accent for over a year of her life Right, like sometimes she's britney and then sometimes she's the other like personality that she went by for like an entire album yeah yeah, I mean, that's that's a big thing of a lot of celebrities. They have these split personalities. We're going to talk about Anne Heche this week, and that's one of the things. She would call herself Celestia and came up with her own like religious language and said she was Jesus reincarnated and stuff like that. Yeah, someone had said that she, Anne Heche, just took a bad bump of Coke with fentanyl in it. That that's what that's I think that's the official story. I don't know. Like it's it's weird, but like it is one of those things, like uh one of the There's other no ones good Cody bump Love. Of Coke, by the way. There's no, no. Such thing as a good bump. <laughs> If you guys ever heard of uh, Courtney Love was in uh, rehab or not rehab was in uh, she was in rehab at some point in her life, but she was in uh, therapy at three years old for schizophrenia and they actually gave her LSD at three years old. Damn, that's what you have to tell that me really now. happened. And then she killed Kurt it's Cobain. Me. And then she killed Kurt Cobain. So I don't know. We we're just it's kind of it's kind of a off. It's not really on the tough stuff we normally right, talk that's about. Enough. Leave Britney alone. Frank, Frank. Yeah, we'll leave Britney alone. <laughs> finally, finally. <laughs> no. So Frank, Frank leaves for one second, and this show turns into conspiracy pills. So if you like conspiracy pills, 
conspiracy theories. Check out Conspiracy yeah. Killed on Wednesday nights at 7 yeah, on YouTube. That's the pitch. Yeah. So yeah. leave Brittany alone and come to our channel instead. Uh, I do have another story I wanted to get to talking about uh, people invading other people's homes. Did you guys see that there was a homeowner that or, or a homeowner that found a homeless person in her son's bed? What? Yeah, yeah check this out. This homeowner found... Make yourself at home, why don't you? <laughs> This is the hard-to-believe moment a total stranger breaks into a house in Portland. The woman makes her way to the boy's bedroom and climbs up, then proceeds to lie down and take a nap next to that pile of clothes. Yeah, so this lady literally breaks into another person's home, lies in their bed. Of course it happens in Portland, if it's going to happen anywhere. Yeah, it's and Portland. Then, yeah. I don't understand why this is news. <laughs> yeah, well, then it's news because the net, the DA let the intruder go free without bail the very next day. Which again, it's Portland, so I'm not sure why it's news. <laughs> so, have you, have you noticed the change in the word "criminal"? So things that are actually against the law, not criminal. But the Republicans, DeSantis criminal. is a criminal. All, all the Republicans are criminals. Your reaction to their crime is criminal. criminal. You're exposing yeah, their crime. Criminal. You're what reacting they say? and Republicans saying no. Pounce? Resistance is criminal. Republicans pounce. Yeah, every story is Republicans pounce instead of uh, Democrats break the law. A lady breaks into a person's home. Yeah, it's it's always on the uh, the reaction. And then if it's the other way around, it's 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 flip flopped. Uh, Did you but see the, the news other is... one where the the lady? Oh, I'm sorry, I'm Go ahead. There there was a a lady that snuck into a man's apartment, and the lady was all crazy. Um, maybe we watch this together, but I don't think so. She sneaks into the guy's apartment similarly, but she takes a bath and then she gets in his bed and she ends up having a like a poop stain on it. It's all crazy. And that's very similar to this. Amber Heard. So, this is not even a bad story. It, it's just a, a nap on the bed is nothing compared to that other one. Yeah, no, I haven't seen that story. If you could pull it up, we could bring it up in a little bit. I don't I don't think we can pull it up. Oh, we can, yeah, probably not. No. She, she, at one point, she's in a bath. I don't think we're able to do that. She's no, like, Rob another person they- from Portland. Rob said the thing about the the mega Republicans criminals. Did you guys see what Maisie Hirono said this week? I did, but do you have it? Did she say that we need to get violent or they're going to be violent or something about they're going to kill you or kill us? So, so she said she was calling a literal call to arms. There it is. Um, yeah, so let me pull this up really quick. This is Maisie Hirono this week. It's it's uh it's one thing to say fight like hell, go and peacefully protest. That is insurrection. That's why we've got the January sixth trial. You know, a year and a half later, but Maisie Hirono can actually say literal. Oops, wrong. There yeah, it's, literal. She's not mincing words. It's actually saying the word. Yeah. Oh, so many of us have been on the side of a woman's right to choose and abortion rights for decades. If you add up all of the years of uh, of all of us fighting that battle, this battle, um, it's going to be over 100 years, I'd say. So I'm glad to join my colleagues. I and- think I'm going to skip towards the end. I think she says this. And note that uh, a lot of the very people who talk about requiring people to wear a mask, that is... Uh, interfering with their personal freedoms, but they think nothing of forcing women to have babies. So asking somebody to wear a mask, oh my goodness, that is just, you know, too much. But forcing a woman to have a baby, not a problem. Okay, I think I pull up the wrong clip, guys. I mean, she's right, though. What are you talking about here, though? She she is correct. correct. She's correct on what? Just that... 
you shouldn't have to be forced to wear a mask and you should have to have your children. I don't, I mean, her reaction is stupid, <laughs> but what she's saying is correct. Yeah. That's how we feel. Go on next. She's like, right? they, they want to have you not be masked by force and to not kill your infant. How dare they? Yeah. She probably charged the Tesla with a generator. Can anyone do the math on how, how long sex education took to make people completely unaware of where babies came from? Say that again. What? Yeah. How 50 long years. Did it, yeah. It took 50 years for sex education in schools to completely confuse the population about where babies come from. Oh, I think it took less time because like people still knew this 20 years ago. I think now it's like, well, maybe, mm. I, I would say now it's gone like, you know, it's all, it's a, what do they say about it? It's gradual and then it's sudden. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So change happens gradually and then all at once. That's like that's ketchup coming out of the bottle. It's <laughs> like ketchup <laughs> coming out of the bottle. People I usually think- use the frog analogy. If you boil a, a frog in a boiling pot of water, you just turn the heat up a little bit at a time. It won't jump out until it's dead. I say 50 until years. It's, that, that's when jump they- out after. Yeah. It'll jump out after zombie frogs. I don't know how you. Right, I don't know ahead. how you don't know about Shut zombie up, frogs. What are you I found, to say I found from? the thing I was no, trying Rob, to show go you. ahead, Rob. I, I pulled right, up the right. wrong thing. I'm a guest here. I'm a guest here. I get. No, just, no, uh, go ahead, Rob. I say 50 years because that's when the um, <clears throat> that's kind of the height or the downside of the sexual revolution. That was the um, kind of the catalyst that, that kicked all this off. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Um, so here's that clip I was talking about. Right attack on women in this country. That is how I see it. That is how more and more women. And those who support our right to make decisions about our own bodies. That is how we see it. And why? <laughs> because that's what's happening. Madam President, I yield the floor, but clearly, you know, this is a um, literally call to arms in our country. Literally. Floor. Not figuratively. Literally. literally a call to arms yeah literally so, a call to arms so fight like hell go and protest make your voice heard peacefully and patriotically is a call to arms but literally a call to arms is not a call to arms it's just her being you know telling them to go peacefully protest that's all it's her not understanding what the word literally means is actually what it is. <laughs> <laughs> macy is an idiot she really is She's an idiot, but she like you can't. I don't know. You can't just say literally call to arms and people just write it off as her being well, yeah. like that's my point. Yeah, we we shouldn't. Yeah, but Rob Rob's point was true as well. Like the the sexual revolution. I think that we forget the slippery slope argument. We've been told it's like when they tell you over and over and over again something doesn't exist, so then you start making different arguments. I've I've made this point before where it's like, uh, well, like even when we were talking about sorry bring up conspiracy pilled again when people bring up the idea like when someone says jet fuel can't melt steel beams and then you're like well people say that all the time you can't keep saying that it's like well it actually literally is true but they make they say it enough that you're like oh well, i've got to find another argument right so mm-hmm. that's what they're doing with this is they say well the slippery slope's a bad argument you got to find a new argument but it's exactly true like with the, I, I i talk about this with obergefeld it didn't start it didn't start there, but Obergefell was part of the slippery slope that led to men and women are, are interchangeable in marriage. Therefore, men and women are interchangeable. But it started far earlier, like Rob said, in the sexual revolution. So it didn't mm-hmm. start with the gay rights stuff. And I think that's something that people get wrong. Is It started with, uh, I mean, t- Tinder is as bad for our society 
as as anything. So it started with uh, free love movement. It started with all of these mm-hmm. things, and it's just continued and gotten worse. The slippery slope goes back at least that far, and I would say it goes back even more like a hundred years in certain aspects. If you look at stuff like uh, Jekyll Island and the the corporations and the government kind of getting in bed with each other in 1912. Mm-hmm. So I, I think people think of the slippery slope as this like horizontal thing. And I think of it more of as a pyramid. The truth is very, very difficult and you can go down from it in any direction really quickly. And I, th- I think that, you know, you could swing the pendulum too far. I've, I've switched metaphors, but it, the truth is, is a very difficult thing to get a hold of. And it's, it's all slippery all the way down in any direction. Yeah. I'd say to that point, when PJ says there, there are those interjections that lose their, their credibility or their steam over mm-hmm. time because they get used out. Where right. they get, um, they become almost a cliche. You know, mm-hmm. you, you know, jet fuel can't melt steel beams. Now you're almost making yourself out to be a whack because you're saying that thing that, that all the crazy people say. Like that's kind of how it's projected. Mm-hmm. So that's almost uh, like a wheel that loses its traction. Like it has no more tread. You can't use it anymore. We have to find a new thing to climb back up that pyramid to get mm-hmm. righted. If that makes sense. Right. How do we make their stuff run out of steam? How do we make their stupid <clears throat> statements like forcing a woman to have birth? Right, well, we must stop using right? it. Like we are, like we say, there's no mm. like birthing person. We use that over and over to the mm-hmm. point where they like, they hate hearing it. Cause we mock it. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, too. Say, you like just... the teacher, the teacher was saying, Oh, we, we call each other maps and that we, that she was mocking them. They fired her. Yeah. I want to bring, they I want to bring that story up next, but I want to say, I want to uh, say this too. I think one of the ways we do it is we stop arguing this people as if they have a legitimate argument. Mm. I think that's the thing. Like I've had a lot of people reach out to me that want to debate <laughs> on this subject or that subject. And I've just gotten to the point where I'm like, why would I, why would I give someone credibility as if this argument has merit? We got to stop giving the idea, the absolutely obviously ridiculous idea that men can be women and women can be men. And that there are 76,000 genders, any room at all. So uh, yeah, I didn't mean to cut you off. Rob Rob looks like he wants to say something. <laughs> Cactus um, is yeah, we're, 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 we've gone too far. We've gone too far. Gone too far? <laughs> no, I'm saying was, it. Was it about forcing women to give birth? No. <laughs> <laughs> while we're at question. it, while we're at it, shout out to Real Truth Cactus. She is amazing. She's here every stream. She makes us memes. You should follow her on Twitter. She's one of the kindest, best people who exist on Twitter. Period. Yeah. That Absolutely. means there's at least one kind person on twitter so yes. that's the one yeah that's how I'm we know she's not a, one of them. that's how we know she's a fed uh <laughs> just kidding cactus just kidding uh no did you have something you wanted to say rob because i know uh if if not yeah, I don't know be that, bashful um, no no it was it was too far back in too far back we lost it not good. all right i don't so, want to circle back circle back to that <laughs> <laughs> circle back. Let's skip the circle back. Now I'm <laughs> I'm adding that button to my soundboard again because it's just it's too good. I don't know why I ever took it off. You know when we replaced Jen Saki with Queen Jean Pierre, I was like, oh, we don't need this anymore. And uh, traction, pyramids, wrong. pendulums, Rob, anything coming to you? Truth. Reminding you? No. Slippery okay. slopes. Oh, well, you think about it. Just cut me off. That's that's what I expect everybody to do is just yes. cut me off, or I'll just talk over them. Uh, so. Uh, Tom brought up this uh, Texas school teacher. So if you guys are not familiar, I've seen every, pretty much every mainstream conservative host talk about this story. And I, have, I don't think I've seen one yet um, actually address the truth of this story. And that's why I did on my show and I wanted to bring it up here as well. So uh, the, the article, and I'll, I'll bring this up from Not The Bee. It says, this Texas school teacher uh, was fired for saying, we shouldn't judge pedophiles, quote, just because they want to have sex with a five-year-old. 
which if that was the whole headline, which is what everybody's reporting, it's disgusting and awful. But I don't think that's the full story. And that's what the not the viewers reporting. So I just want to play this clip for you guys to get what it is that people are reacting to and being upset about and why uh, they might not be right on this. Uh, Stop it, Diego. Yeah, We're not going to call him that. We're going to call him Yeah, so you guys can hear it there. She says, we're going to call them minor attractive persons. Don't judge someone just because they want to have sex with a five-year-old. What's your guys, like without reading the article, what's your initial response to this? You said she's mocking the people who say that? She's not actually saying that? That's not how it's been reported, but that's that's what this article is saying. Yeah, and I, I, I wanted The to headline just says, you know, teachers, you know, defending pedophilia right what was the headline on that that's well the headline from not the b says um it says uh this texas teacher was fired for saying we shouldn't judge pedophiles just because they want to have sex with a five-year-old but it might be a master class and things taken out of context so the the last part but it might be a master class and things taken out of context i've only seen on not generous yeah that's because everywhere else it just says like a teacher was fired because she said you shouldn't judge pedophiles and then it, it has that quote so there's two things that instantly jumped out at me at this. First of all, like just her tone of voice. I, I kind of listened to it. I'm like, I know it's an 18 second clip, but am I wrong for thinking she sounds like she's being sarcastic? Like the type of stuff we do all the time, like the type of stuff we say on this show all the time that could be taken out of context. And then the other thing I started looking around, I didn't see any leftists complaining that she was fired. I saw a lot of right-wingers praising the fact that she was fired and I didn't see any leftists concerned about it. And that was my next tipping off point. So when I found this article, uh, it kind of it kind of clarified what I thought. So this comes from one of the students says she was expressing how it was ridiculous, how we might not be able to call people pedophiles, that we will, will probably have to start calling them maps because it might be offensive to them. The class agreed with her. Um, the, the basically the school board um, looked into it, decided she was mocking that, said she was getting off the curriculum and then fired her. So the school board is the woke people, not the teacher. So people are mad at the teacher. So and the real problem here yeah, is that the school board. Right. They're destroying her reputation and the school board is getting is looking like heroes like this is a Texas school. Look, they're they're not woke. But unfortunately, even in Texas, the public school system is woke beyond uh, saving, I think so. I think people don't talk about this and maybe this is an unpopular opinion, but my mom, my mom taught me this when I was younger, that that porno, everything's a slippery slope. Pornography is a slippery slope. And like it's it's the same with drugs you start you start using pornography and then you start getting into more and more insane things and the the natural progression of pornography use is to child pornography and i think people just don't talk about that it's either too child or too really violent those are the two places it goes yeah what do you think about that rob I want to give you a chance to speak before I go. On. I'm, I'm I'm processing through that, so I'm not I'm not going to come on here and act like I have never um, looked at pornography. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll be brutally honest. This is something I struggled with for a good part of my adult life, um, and thanks to my faith and the Lord, I'm um, I'm free of it now, which is incredible. So, I as somebody who engaged in that at a very young age and through probably like all of my twenties, I don't think that that's the direction that I was ever headed in, but I, I also feel like you can't prove or disprove that statement. It's almost like the, uh, the statement about power, right? Power corrupts. Absolutely. Uh, well, power when real yielded a certain way may not corrupt. Absolutely. So, um, 
Yeah, I think the statement is power corrupts, absolute power corrupts, absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. So, um, you know, whether or not it's always going to end out at violence or I guess we have to add in a third thing there. That is if, if people actually break away from it and put it down, then it doesn't result in those two things. Exactly. Um, yeah. So yeah. just to answer PJ's question. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Well, PJ yeah, asked no, no, if, no. if we thought that the woman sounded sarcastic or if she had sounded like she was being serious. And I would just thought she sounded like she could have either been being earnest and serious. Like we know a lot of our mm-hmm. like lefty, naggy, annoying teachers could have sounded like she sounded right. like mm-hmm. she could have been doing that. Or she could be doing like what any of the four of us would do to mock those people. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. She could have been mocking or she could have been serious and be the people that we mock. Mm-hmm. She did have that school marmy tone, but she didn't have an angry tone. And that's why I think you, Tom's right. You could have taken it either way. She was school marming her children like, oh, this is what we're going to do, kids. This is the nice and polite thing to do. Or it could have been a very sarcastic tone because it's exactly the tone that I would have taken saying that phrase. So mm-hmm. um, I'm going to pull this comment in. Porn is designed to make you seek out more and more edgy and taboo images. It's like the drugs thing. You have to get more and more for your hit and the brain won't get the best dopamine hit without going further and further. So it depends on which direction you're going. I don't think it always has to go toward. Um, but thank you for that comment. That was very thoughtful. Yep. I, I would add, I would add to that. Porn is designed to do that and your brain is designed that way. So things mm-hmm. that can be designed to exploit your, you know, monkey lizard brain will do, you know, will be, and that's phone games. That's pornography mm-hmm. on, on you know, online. That's any other thing that you can be tricked into becoming addicted to. Yeah. yeah I, the, the good side of this is like when I swim, if I swim one mile, the next day my brain's like, you should do two. Like that, that's, that's the good side of that. Yep. Yeah. Sugar is the same way. A lot of other mm-hmm. things, oxygen trying to cut back, you know, <laughs> yeah, Abby's right to bring this issue up, though, because it's yeah. unfortunately it is the issue of our time, the greatest unspoken of uh, spoken of issue, because to 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 put it in one way, like it's impossible to escape. It is is impossible. It, it, it's an uh, it's an absolutely unfair burden to put on men in our society on boys mm-hmm. in our society. The fact that they have to see this everywhere they turn. You can't get on the Internet. You can't watch TV. You can't watch a movie. You can't be anywhere without being inundated by this uh, Instagram. No matter what you do on Instagram, it is going to push half naked ladies towards you all the time. They, they do that on purpose. So it's uh, it's something that I think every man is, who's honest struggles with. There was a, a mm-hmm. study that said 96% of men have watched porn at one point in their life. And uh, mm-hmm. I think the other 4% were uh, liars. So mm-hmm. No, they're Amish. <laughs> they're Amish. <laughs> I, w- I want to share something. They I have share- Rumspringa. They've seen porn. I don't share this very often, but I do. I do want to <clears> share it. So my my dad pretty pretty heavily used porn throughout throughout my childhood, and it was something that was kind of always an undercurrent in our house. And he would kind of call. He was so angry at you know, because he knew what he was doing was wrong and he was angry. And so when, whenever we'd watch a movie with a, a woman in, in a outfit that, that made him feel a certain type of way, he would call attention to it. And he accidentally groomed me into being attracted to women. And I think that this is something that happens where kids through pornography can be walked into homosexuality. This is something I have just had to be very intentional about correcting in my life because I was taught right. to be attracted to women. And that's not what I was designed for. And I'm very happily married to a man. And uh, I, I, people don't talk about this stuff. 
See, that's where Rob was 100% right earlier that this stuff started with the sexual revolution. It didn't start mm-hmm. with uh, with the, the whole gay marriage stuff. It didn't start with the homosexuality community, the, the LGBT community. It started uh, by perverting sex and its use amongst straight mm-hmm. people. And that's why we, how we yeah. got to where we're at. Yeah, yeah I want to say also, good on you, Abby, for sharing that. I know that's not Thank easy to, to share. Um, I would also just add to that another perspective. Anything that's overly sexualized at an early enough age is mm. traumatizing to a, de- a brain that's not developed enough to ex- uh, to ex- uh, accept it yes. and understand it. Yep. And so mm. that by itself would create, okay, hey, that's, this road already has two lanes. Why don't we pave three and four? And that might be you instead of being straight and a little you know, mm-hmm. effeminate. Now you're gay and now you're a twink and now you're covered in glitter in a New York bar. Yeah. Yep. Right. So not, not only are children extremely impressionable, and I know it's just from raising my own kids. They're extremely impressionable. Um, They're like sponges. They absorb everything. They're also extremely imaginative. So not only are they receiving everything that's going on around them in their environment, they're processing it their own way. And then they have their own imaginations that are going to apply things in a different way. Um, I think it's just adding to your point, Tom. Yeah. That's where those lanes three and four and five start, start, can start coming from. Yeah. Kids are getting exposed to porn at an earlier and earlier age. And especially when they're seeing more violent types of porn, and being suggested that they could be gay, sometimes it's just like, oh, if that's what that is, I don't want it. And then they're like, well, then I must be gay. Yeah, there's a whole there's a whole thing to it. And, you're, and you guys are both you guys are all right about this. When you put this in front of children, it screws them up sexually. It's it's not this this idea that it's all natural uh, is. Mm-hmm. Not bared out by statistics, but uh, I mean, well, we talked about I talked about this about uh, the uh, transgender thing. If you look also, thank you, Woofy, for the five dollar super chat. Thanks. Says you. cheers to the podcast and Rob just ordered some French roast. Yes. Thank you. Woofy. I hope you use the working uh, code PJ10 to get 10 percent off. <laughs> yeah, I need to work on getting a code Tom 10 because it rolls off the tongue better. It so, really does. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Rob. <laughs> I don't I totally, um, you go ahead, Rob. I got sidetracked. <laughs> Jump in real quick. PJ and I had a conversation about the codes, and I don't know if now's the time, PJ. So go ahead, give me man. a nod. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, Ab- Abby doesn't know this, but I was thinking we should make this code war fun. It's not already fun. It more fun. Destroying Abby, drinking blood from the skull of my enemy is fun for me, Rob. But go ahead, and make it more fun. I'm, I'm just okay. a cup of coffee okay. instead of a skull. <laughs> so let's blood. let's give everyone a little quick context. We got we got two promo codes out there. Apparently, one of them doesn't work. I'll fix that tonight. <laughs> it's not Liar. true. It's not true. We got PJ ten and Abby ten, and there's been this friendly competition going and seeing who who can bring more um, more sales into uh, to the business, which is great because every sale that comes in, fifteen um, percent of that sale goes to nonprofit organizations that are protecting life. Right. So. Um, Great fun for a great cause. Here's what I want to do to make it even more interesting. I want to I want to let this competition run through the end of the year. And at the end of the year, we're going to tally up and see who had the biggest impact. And then we're going to take a portion of our fourth quarter donation and um, let the winner direct that towards a pro-life charity of their choosing. How does that sound? Now, we we got to, is it just the two it. of them or do we have enough time? Can we get in on this as other no, yes or no. Frank Frank 10, Tom 10, no. Is it just I think two? we're kind of I think we're kind of far in so it wouldn't be okay. a level playing field but That's maybe cool. for 2023 we'll uh build out some more codes and it's a could be a great way to help. I get it. Yeah, you don't want to have them lose and have me start late, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. It would be too embarrassing, Tom. 
Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I'm already, I'm already, uh, you know, way ahead of Abby, and I just, I, I need that Are little you? bit of, yeah, you know. So uh, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not disclosing we'll, we'll anything. DJ that way. <laughs> yeah, not disclosing it. I'll share oh, the proceeds with you. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll contact you, Tom, to help me figure out who we're gonna give the uh, charity to when we when Cactus we beat Abby. Cactus Ten so. has a nice ring to it. I'm gonna be pumping <laughs> PJ Ten so hard, people aren't gonna know what yeah. it is. PJ Ten, yeah. just do it. Yeah. <laughs> find a find a website, any website. Put in PJ Ten. Well, no, I'll works. explain why. But okay. All, all I'm gonna say is you guys are neck and neck, which means Abby, you gotta do better because you have a much much bigger following. <laughs> Just means it just means I've got loyal friends. Abby yeah. should be blowing or, you out of the water. About microwave and coffee didn't help. I just you know, I just can't imagine her coworkers at the FBI wanting to buy pro life coffee. I think that's what it is. So yeah. um <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, right, I, had so a, I, I had a bad joke. I don't want to go there, but I, you know what? I will. It's it's after 830. Yeah, Abby, tough. your experience with your dad was that what made you want to join the FBI? Like Actually, being, it's kind of funny. My dad's twin has contracted for the FBI. True story. Hmm. Yeah, so hmm. that's the connection. All right. So, so it, it all comes to light. Yeah, I just want to say we we have uh, 25 minutes left. So for the next 15 minutes, get in your super chats. We'll read them all at the end of the show. Um, uh, yeah, we got the uh, last call at 10 minutes to 10 minutes to nine. So get those start in. putting up the bar stools. Yeah, so another another I got a funny story for you guys. Um cuz we all we've all seen the 87,000 IRS agents coming. But what if the 87,000 IRS agents are so they can uh turn in upon themselves? Cuz according to this the Department of Treasury is now auditing the IRS after 1250 IRS agents failed to pay their taxes. So I, I just can imagine the Spider-Man meme where everybody's pointing at each other like you're the tax evader, you're the tax evader and they're all auditing each other. But uh yeah, apparently uh, this it says unironic or it says ironically hundreds of employees at the IRS itself may have willingly failed to pay their taxes. More than three hundred of these were repeat offenders. Yet the tax agency did little to discipline the tax vendors on its payroll. Before Biden's army of auditors starts harassing innocent taxpayers, let's first make sure the tax collectors have paid their own taxes. So uh, is this a surprise to anyone that the IRS is going to come after you? But uh, no, no tax. You know, taxes for you, but no taxes for me. We have another boomer. I'm a boomer. We're all a boomer. Can somebody help? So it's on. So we boomer? were. What? I'll, I'll explain. <laughs> so no super null says can't see the super chat option. So there's two things. Uh, I'll, I'll just point out about this really quick. One is please follow the last American Pubcast on YouTube. A lot of people are watching this from Frank's channel. That's where you can do super chats. Um, maybe keep a second tab open because we're trying to get this channel monetized so we can do super chats here so we can do all that great stuff here. But if you want to do the super chats, uh, it's this is streaming to the Last American Pubcast YouTube channel and to Let's Be Frank's channel. So that's where you can do the super chats at. I don't know if that, I know a lot of people have, that are newer have come straight to the Last American Pubcast mm -hmm. channel, but that's that's how that works right now. We don't have the ability to do it here. So if you want that ability here, share this with your friends. Uh, be propagandist for this channel, you know, push it out because um, we have the followers. We just need the watch hours on this channel to be able to be monetized. So yeah. thanks. So I hope that explains the, the answers to the question. But anyway, what do you guys think about this uh, IRS thing? So I'm just a little confused. Is it the IRS itself that's being audited or is it the people who didn't pay their taxes? It's just the people. But I, okay. I, I was just making a joke. Yeah. So yeah, 12, 1,250. And some of these are repeat offenders. Actually, some of them were fired from the IRS and then rehired 
fired for not paying their taxes, rehired, and are still not paying their taxes. And actually, it says in the article that one of the excuses given was, I don't know how. Well, isn't by that an, kind of why this would be... Isn't this why this would be cover? Like they're running cover by running the story. Like, hey, I know you guys are upset about that eighty-seven thousand right. and all the guns and all the stuff that we've been in the news lately. The IRS isn't looking too good. People are calling for the abolishment of the IRS. So what are they going to do? Hey, look at these people that worked at the IRS that we busted. Look at we caught them. We're going to say shame on them. We're even going to expose who they are. We're VP Defender, even can you believe it? And then we're all going to go away with the next news thing or Britney Spears does X and then, you know, it's, we forget about the IRS and they're going to rehire them in three months and they rehire them again. Yeah, exactly. But after all, they're in the legal immigrant, they're on a visa. Taxes are way too hard. My first year that I ever was on my own to pay them off of my parents, I messed up and I got audited like two years later and I owed like $700, which was so much at the time. It's really hard. So they're auditing the FBI as well. That's, that's good. Nice. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I mean, Darn it. I mean, like on one hand, I almost want to say these people not paying their taxes are heroes. <laughs> right. Right. No, I just, uh, yeah, we should just abolish the IRS. I mean, that's, Maybe that's it's the that. truth of it. Maybe they work at the IRS. They see how it really works. They see how it's really allocated and they see the people who are actually taxing the, the hardworking American. And they go, I'm not paying. I'm not, I'm not paying any of this. Like, you know, that I can see that being the case. Oh, geez. yeah. It's, it's funny. Ocean I hear. Un- unfortunately, I think we know that's not the case. Yeah. <laughs> right. They are the people that would make you not want to pay your taxes. It's funny because I've heard I've heard some uh, I hear this from Republicans all the time. They'll be like, uh, well, what about this thing that we should spend money on? What about this thing we should spend money on? You know, what about uh, where is this money going? And uh, w- w- it wouldn't be, it'd be great. Well, I get let me put it this way. I hear this from libertarians too, where they go, wouldn't it be great if we actually made weed legal so we could tax it? And they're always using the argument. Well, if we did this and that, we could tax this. And it seems to be weird that people that are against taxes are like trying to use that argument to get things they want approved instead of just taking right. the honest position well, of let's just get rid so of a I, lot of I haven't paid, sorry go ahead no Rob, so i haven't paid any less taxes since weed became legal all i've noticed is that more of my town smells like skunk so <laughs> so, so, so some cons and some pros you know <laughs> yeah. go follow right. no soup for Knowles on twitter because she is Thank you, No Soup for Knowles. For the I, super I would chat. think it would be that the libertarians could be reformed leftists, and so they're still stuck in their tactic of use the uh, use the enemy's principles against them. And so they think that you care about taxation and about business, and so they say, well, I'm going to appeal to his tax business mindset, and they go, if you don't like weed, maybe we can legalize it, but tax it. And that's why they're telling the conservative that. I mean, they, they would change their argument based on who they're talking to. They're right. so it's more of a they don't actually have any yeah. beliefs. Yeah, they, do, more of a they did the same thing in, in my county with the um, red light program, right? The, the right. red light cameras. And the, and the whole premise is, well, first they try to say it's for safety. And then, then there's a safety investigation. They realize more people are dying and getting hurt as a result. And they threw that in the trash. But they say that it's for revenue. I, I think that I would actually go for some of this stuff if the revenue offset the taxes, so if, if you could if you could raise it if you can get people to, to to pay our taxes by breaking the law, awesome. But that's never the case. It's always a cash right. grab. It's always so they could spend more money on trash that they're not going to do right or whatever. Mm-hmm. But but even if it wasn't, even if it wasn't, Rob, I guess the point I was trying to make is that every time we make the excuse, well, what if we got money from uh, weed smokers? What if we got money from people who broke the law? Wouldn't that be better than taxing my money? And it, a, it never works that way. You're still getting taxed. And two, why why is the argument to give the government more money? 
so we can send $80 billion more to Ukraine so we can right. waste more money on useless programs. Like the issue is not that we don't have enough money. The, the reason we're $30 trillion in debt is not because we've not collected enough. It's not because the IRS is not catching tax cheats. It's because the government mm-hmm. is wasteful with their money. Not to mention it on yep. useless crap. Not to mention it gives the government an even bigger incentive to create laws that make things illegal right. and not to regulate things that are legal. So, mm-hmm. you know, if they have something that's right on the edge, they can make, you know, five more laws, making it more criminal for you to own five more attachments for your weapon. And now instantly overnight, like they did in uh, what state you t- you spot me that uh, you now are overnight. You're a criminal because you own something that you didn't register. Uh, right. God, where was this? And so they'll Sounds also a lot then, like safe act in which we had come down about right. 12 years ago in New York. Was it Washington state? Is everything enough, Tom? I don't know, but they did the point like being that the, the, the law can then just be created inversely and uh, make sure that you have to jump through a hoop that otherwise you pay for. It's just mm-hmm. a creating an, an, an inverted tax loop where you're going to pay to like you register your car. You're not taxed to, to drive your car. You just have to pay for registration. It's kind of the same principle why college is more expensive, though, isn't it? Like, mm-hmm. well, as soon as we started subsidizing colleges, so a college would be like, how much could you afford? How much can a normal person afford to spend to go to college? They can spend $3,000 a year. Okay, that's what we're going to charge. It's going to be about $3,000 a year. That's how we get people to buy our service. Then the government comes in and gives them $10,000, you know, $3,000 per student. And they go, oh, did I say $3,000? I meant $10,000. And that's exactly how it works. The more that we, the more that we acknowledge that the government needs this money because we're thirty trillion dollars in debt, the more they're going to find ways to spend it and up uh, the taxes. It's it's mm-hmm. this whole eighty-seven thousand uh, IRS agents things is going to cost us eighty billion dollars a year, or more than it's something like that. It's going to cost us around eighty billion dollars a year for these for these agents. So they're going to find more reasons to tax you, so that way they can justify. It. Like, did we really think that they're going to get eighty billion dollars more out of people by hiring all these agents? And if they are, that should scare the crap out of everyone. Well, eighty eighty billions a drop in the bucket when you consider how much forty billion was for Elon Musk or for Twitter or for sending eighty billion to Ukraine. I mean, that's nothing. When you not find eighty billion dollars, you just found it. <sighs> we sent it to Ukraine. I would be right. more concerned with the arguments that people will now start to make about. Like you said, hey, if we legalize weed, we can then tax it. Well, that just gives the government incentive to make other things illegal. Then you'll have to argue, let's legalize that thing and allow you to tax it. The government's just (laughs) going to make the argument then that they can tax anything they want and then give you access to it. Yeah. And the the thing is that tea, like like anything, and that is what it's going to be. Everything will be taxed, whether it's yours or not, (laughs) and it will be cyclical. And that's what that 87,000 new employees are for. Yeah. It's not so, just for taxing your property. It's for taxing everything. Yeah. yeah. And if you think about it, the, the rich who they always like to talk about taxing, the rich, whatever that means, those people all have auditors who are really, really good at making sure they do their taxes correctly. The people who are going to get audited by these new agents are the people who can't afford an uh, uh, accountant. Sorry, that's what I meant. Accountant to make sure that they they didn't mess up. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you also like like uh, you also have to trust the government's going to use that money. Whenever you make an argument that uh, we need to tax people for more, you have to trust the government's not going to waste it. And that's the thing that I just don't understand. We, yeah. we if we know one thing about the government's that they'll waste money. If you guys, a hard thing for people to get around their head around. It's hard for me to get my head around. And I want to read more on this. Is um this uh what's oh shoot what's it called? The part of the Great Reset. They have this they have this uh theory, the modern monetary theory. That's what it's called. Are you guys familiar with this? Essentially mm-hmm. the theory that they can print more money and then sell off uh, their debts to China by deflating the dollar. And they're just going to keep this doing this forever. What? Yeah, in- <laughs> inflation is good for people who hold yes. debt. They're, they're, they're put it, this is in practice. 
It is in practice, but it's it, that's where it comes from. Is the modern yeah, monetary? It's theory, just an yeah. early print of a history book, right? Now. It's it's just Germany in 1944. <laughs> yeah, if, if the Chinese it, collect our national parks, um, you know, because we default on our loans, and we can see where that went. Right. Yep. If you think about it, inflation is really, really good for people who hold debt. So the more that we are an incredibly debt-rich society, the more right. inflation is a good thing. And times where we've been in deflation have been really terrible for people like farmers who borrow against their year and then they grow and then pay back their debt. Well, right. It's like a person who uh, has minimum wage and then you work, you get a, a, you get a bump in pay, you work, you get a bump in pay, you get promoted, you get a big, big bump in pay. Now you're not on minimum wage. Then they just increase minimum wage. Now you make minimum wage again because they're not mm -hmm. increasing you. They just increase the guy below you. Um, it's it kind of it's the same principle. I talked to a McDonald's employee not that long ago, and he was telling me the same thing. He's like, you know, it's so weird. We, we're now getting the, the $15 an hour, and I, I feel like I'm not making any more money. <laughs> and I looked at the guy. Math I was like, I'm not going to get into it with you, but it was so funny to me. Uh, math is patriarchy. That's a great, great comment <laughs> right there. So true. It's awesome. <laughs> But yeah, when you hear it from the fight for 15 people, they're like, I got it. Now it seems like it doesn't. It seems like I'm right where I was at $8 an hour. Why, why is that happening? They don't so, get it. So now they're fighting right. for 20. Well, that's the guy that's got $5,000 in debt when the dollar is really great. That sucks. But when you have $5,000 in debt and the dollar's you know, nothing, you're like, yeah, whatever. We'll make that back because it, it's nothing to you right. at that yeah. point. Yeah. Benefits. yeah I, I got a theory on that, too. As I'll, I'll guarantee you a lot of those people don't even know how to manage money in the first place. So if, they, if you don't know how to manage $12 an hour, you're not going to know how to manage $50 an hour. And I, right. I said 50, you're not, you're just, you're going to yeah. be living the same way you were living. You might have a more expensive car parked on your driveway, mm -hmm. high interest rate. Yep. Still That's broke. about it. Yep. yep. Absolutely. And this is, this, I've tweeted this before. The only people who think Biden's doing a good job are either the people who are not paying attention, who are so careless with their wallets. They, they don't notice the increase in prices because they haven't been keeping track this whole time. And the rich, who see it as a, a gain to put smaller businesses out of business. So they're like, we can weather this. We're rich enough to weather this economic downturn. And we're going to come out of this stronger because our competition will all be dead. Maybe. Yeah. I, I think the people who think Biden's doing a good job are not people who are actually thinking that, but they're people who are repeating it mindlessly mm -hmm. because they've been told that and they don't think about it. I think that's really the case, right? Like whoever's supporting sure. Joe are people who are not thinking about it. There, there's a reason why we've never seen a pro Joe Biden t-shirt or a rally with more than seven people. It's Just because it's not that people didn't, it's not because people didn't vote for him or don't support him. It's because the only reason they voted for or support him is because he's not Trump. You've seen a lot of anti-Trump stuff and that's really exactly. the pro Biden shit. Yeah. There's no, yeah. there's no actual pro Biden. There's only <laughs> anti-Trump. Trump ran his campaign and Biden's. He did. He did. So uh, we're about to get into last call. I wanted to I want to play one more video before we do that, um, because we were talking about Maisie Hirono saying seriously when she if she does mean seriously, that's actually a terrible thing. And if she doesn't, then she has no idea how to use the word. Biden does this all the time. And he did it this week in the weirdest way possible. So I just want to share this with you guys. I say to some of my colleagues have been around a long. How long we've been fighting pharma? How long we've been taking on these interests from the time I got to the Senate? 720 years ago. <laughs> what? Serious, think about it. No, serious. Think about it. He's serious, folks. The I'm time serious. He got, think about it. 
the time he he got into Senate seven hundred and twenty years ago. He's serious. It's like the the crowd the crowd gives him an out. They're like, okay, we're gonna laugh so we can pretend he doesn't have dementia, and then he ruins it and he goes, no, but serious. Think about it. Hold on. Seven hundred. Hold on. I, I think that that comment was there to detract from the claim that he's been fighting pharma. Yeah, of course it was. Like, like yeah. how do we fly over the Joe Biden has been fighting pharma, right? Commanding the country to get jabbed. I saw Tom's <laughs> face when he said pharma because I think he was like, "What the hell did you?" Say? Let me play this again. I you yeah, have, play like, it one I'm more time. You and then I want to comment. I'm glad you caught it, but it doesn't sound like pharma. Some of my colleagues have been around a long. How long we've been fighting pharma? How long we've been taking on these interests? Or Irma? Who's Irma? I got to the Senate. <laughs> What were you gonna say, Tom? So, so this is—he's—he's he's trying to say I don't know the word, but he's saying I'm fight for the, and I think he's saying for, and he, like we're giving him too much credit, thinking that he says for pharma, or thinking that he says a number there. I think at the very end of that clip, we're giving him credit for a seven. I think he's just going seven. Blah, blah, blah. Like I think we should play it again. Yeah, yeah let's play it. Let's slow mo. It really breaks this down. Everyone close your eyes. Fighting pharma. How long we've been taking on these interests? So he couldn't. So there it is. Pause that. Senate. He he couldn't remember. It wasn't for m. And then he he stops. He goes and then for these interests because he's not. He doesn't know what the word is. So he goes. How how long have we been fighting for the fighting for these interests? Because he can't remember what it is. How long we've been fighting for him? How long we've been taking on these interests? From the time I got to the Senate seven hundred and twenty years ago. 720 was pretty yeah, clear. Was pretty clear. He didn't stutter on that one. <laughs> you know what? I take it back. Yeah, he was really clear on that one. He was clear on the 700. Very clear on the 700. And then he was very clear and saying, "No, I'm serious." After they give him the out, after they're like, "Oh, he's joking about his age." No, he's serious, guys. So, um, well, we're in the, we're in the final 10 minutes. We've got uh, some super chats to get to. If you guys have any more super chats you want to get in, this is the time. Yeah, I've got one here from Odyssey, real quick, because it's only yeah. the first from Salty Escargo, Abby, listening. She's, uh, they say, thanks for sharing that story, Abby. That was pretty cool of you. Huge respect to you. My favorite part of Saturdays is getting to tune into the show. I'm assuming for you. So there you go. From Salty Escargo. Over on Thank you, Salty Escargo. Thank you, Salty. Cheers. Yeah, and thank you for sharing that, Abby. It's not easy to share those those moments, but they do help. I saw a lot of people in the chat talking about uh, about that, so uh, thank you for sharing that. So we also got uh, from Waffle Salter at the beginning of the show, $25 Super Chat. Fact check, drink, my favorite fact check. Thank you, Waffle Salter. Uh, we've got Mental Imbalance. It says, ridiculous to ship them anywhere to prove a point when it's costing taxpayers. We, we kind of covered this. Like It's a tactic. You can agree or disagree, but... You know, my take is that if you send them across the border and they're back the next week, you're you're charging the taxpayers more ultimately. So it's ridiculous to keep them where they are. For, uh, say what? Ridiculous to keep them where, where they, they are, are when it's costing taxpayers. Like we yeah. just we yeah. could add when it's costing taxpayers to any argument doesn't yeah. make it right. Sure, sure. So then we got if broke fix. They said five dollar super chat. There are illegal enemy combatants in the border surge. Uh, yeah, absolutely <laughs> not not a lie. Uh, Joseph Rivera says, can't live without great coffee. That one's to you, Rob. So true. Use code Abby 10. <clears throat> yeah. I, I just want to say this too. Like I legitimately love the coffee. Like I yeah. don't just say that because I like Rob or because I like the principles, which I do. Uh, it's actually really good coffee. No joke. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I jump, also- I'll tell you why real quick, real quick. Yeah. So the coffee's roasted to order, which means that it hasn't been sitting on a shelf for six months. Um, it's actually 
roasted after the customer orders and then shipped directly to the customer. You get the freshest possible coffee that way. Um, and it's also specialty grade. So the, my roasting partner has been scored by the American Specialty Grade Coffee Association. Every coffee is rated 85 plus, which is a really good score. So boom, roasted. It is good coffee. Roasted. <laughs> boom, roasted based, to order. Based and roasted. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's- so just for. Oh, go ahead, Abby. Oh, I might be a coffee philistine, but it smells so good, and I use it literally every day. So. Yeah. Yep. Same. So. Uh, <laughs> just <care> products. <laughs> Try Neutrogena coffee. It puts the coffee on its skin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Joseph Rivera, two dollars super chat says prime time. Alex Stein. Uh, so <laughs> I think Rob's like nine ninety nine. Pour one out for that. You pour one out for Dan Crenshaw. <laughs> uh, for Dan prime time, I patch McCain. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so <goodness. laughs> Waffle Salter with the big fifty dollars super chat says YouTube is asshole. Was messing with me trying to say thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. <laughs> Good work, uh, Waffle Salter. We can just skip by no sco- no soup for Knowles super chat. <laughs> we'll read it. We'll read it. it. Says Abby Libby Pubcast Queen. Honestly, oh, better her than anyone else. That's true. I don't think I want the title Pubcast Queen. So Same. that's all on you. Yeah. Uh, Ocean Breathe Salty. Cheers, y'all. Thank you, o- Ocean Breathe Salty. My friend Woofy Productions over here says cheers to the Pubcast and Rob just ordered some French roast to try it out. You will not be disappointed, Wolfie. It's good stuff. So I got to meet Wolfie in person last week over at BasedCon. That was a good time. And uh, we were talking about the Amish earlier. Somebody said Amish Paradise in the chat. And uh, true story, <laughs> we actually performed Amish Paradise at, at uh, the, the, the Weird Al song. Yeah. We performed it at uh, BasedCon. So, really? Really? You have a video that was of that? The only the only one I, d- I did the vocals on. I wrapped up uh, Amish Paradise. <laughs> we need a video of that. Love there is a so video much. on the internet. I'll find and clip it. So okay. no, don't um, find, don't clip it. Just find it. We'll clip it for ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> and then just Rivera, salty armies, Legion re. Right. re. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much. Let me see if there's anything else going on in the chat. Where are we at at time? We got three minutes left. Is anything else you guys wanted to get in or talk about? So, oh, Frank's in the chat says, thank you mods. Thank, thank you. Frank. Yes, thank you to the mods. Huh. Thanks, Frank. Frank, go be with your family, we thought. Yeah, go be with your family, Frank. <laughs> he's checking in on us. He's 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 watching going, what have he wants I to make allowed sure that to happen the YouTube got taken down. In, in my absence? Check out my Telegram. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Frank, this is not the place for you to come into our stream and promote your own yeah. crap. Frank, yeah. that's against the rules of the chat. We're going to boot you. Yeah, can we get a yeah. mod here to take care of uh, this Let's Be Frank character? I don't Nobody. like the self-promotion. It's an impersonator. <laughs> Nobody tell Frank this show turned into conspiracy pill after he left, okay? He started it. I wasn't even going to bring up the Britney thing. I wasn't prepared to bring it up. He's just like, you want to talk about that Britney conspiracy? I was like, no, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) So if it was bad, it's because I wasn't prepared. Yeah. Uh, Conspiracy pill is a lot more put together than that was. Yeah. What are we? Salty D says I'm on it. What? What are we covering on conspiracy pill next week? So, Conspiracy Pilled, Wednesdays, 7.03 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're covering, is Anne Hesh or Hesh? I, I don't know. I've heard it. I thought it was Hesh. The reason I thought it was Hesh is because she had a podcast called Love and Hesh, and it makes more sense oh. than Hesh. But it's, yeah, one of those. Love and Hesh? I don't know. Love, that, was her, that was her radio show or podcast, something like that. But basically, Anne Hesh Hesh uh, died of a car accident last month, and there was a lot of conspiracy theories that she was killed by the... Uh, 
well, I guess you could say Illuminati, the powers that be because she was part of the MK Ultra program, same as Britney and uh, uh, Courtney Love and a lot of these other people. So interesting, interesting subject to be talking about. Uh, Real Truth Cactus is sub to conspiracy pills. So good. You guys should also go check out Tom at America Floats. He's not, are you still on YouTube or are you just doing Rumble? Hey, well, YouTube. Minute. Oh, sorry. Go. Well, yeah, we'll get to that in a second. I wanted Tom to sorry. finish this. What were you saying, sorry, Tom? Tom? Oh, no, I was just going to say I have like a tiny little uh, appendage still on YouTube. It's called Sinking with a Y, not Sinking with an I. It's all spelled out. But yeah, I'm on uh, Odyssey, BitChute, Rumble, Mindscab, Getter. All those others, it's called America Floats everywhere else. Awesome. It's also, a good Waffle show. Salt. It, it is. Yeah, I watch it when I can. Um, Waffle Salter says, uh, $20 Super Chat says, don't have the followers I had before last, uh, the latest Twitter ban. I try spreading the word about all of your channels and podcasts. I feel uh, important than I, as I feel important than ever. You're all veterans in the info war to me, at least in my book. Thank you, Waffle Salter. Thank, Thank you, you, Waffle Salter. You're always a familiar name. Appreciate you. Hero of the chat. Absolutely. Well, we appreciate Waffle Salter. We appreciate all you guys um, so much for coming here and checking out uh, the Last American Pubcast. Uh, I feel so weird because I'm like looking through the stuff, trying to find the interest. This is Frank's job, okay? So if it's if it's uh, if it's uh, bad, it's it's his fault. But no, um, we <laughs> will be back uh, next Saturday from seven to nine. Thank you, Rob, for coming on, man. It was really great to talk yeah. to you. Thank you, Rob. Yeah, yeah Rob, nice had a great to meet time. You. Thanks for having me. You Always. too, Tom. All right. Yeah, we'll have to have Rob back at some point. Peace out, everyone. God bless. Have a great week. We will see you next week.